What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the All-Star Comics Podcast, powered by Horizon Comics. I'm your host, Jonathan Coach, and joining us on the panel tonight are... Blake Starling. Ian Robbins. Johnny Morales. Uh, producing, as always, is Matt Lubick. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. If this is your first time listening to the show, we are a review-slash-spoilery podcast. We typically review a Marvel book, a DC book, and an independent book. We review a graphic novel. We're going to play some trivia games and give away some stuff. But first, before all of that, Johnny, tell us about the news of the week. Yeah, we have some um, news bits. So, um, Thief of Thieves is returning for its final storyline after it took its hiatus in uh, 2016. It's returning... Um, with issue 38. Uh, let's see. It's going to be written by Brett Lewis, who wrote The Winterman, Men, Men, and Bulletproof Monk. Um, and that will be the final storyline. It's coming in July. Uh, I honestly forgot about that series. Yeah. After Kirkman finished it, well, like finished his little run Passed with it. it. Off. Yeah. It's just like, okay, well, this isn't that great. Next up is uh, DC is introducing a new color to the Lantern Corps uh, spectrum, ultraviolet, mm-hmm. which I guess like... Are you joking or are you being for no, real? No, it's for real. It's for That's real. past Star Sapphire. Isn't ultraviolet like the sun rays or something? No, ultraviolet you can't see. That's infrared. UV, UV rays? Yeah. UV. So you're going to wear sunglasses to see Jon Stewart? It's clear. So is Jon Stewart becoming the, yeah. the ultraviolet? So all you got to do is wear some Ray-Bans and you're good. Yeah. Um, Where is it on the spectrum? Polarized, though. Is it like past polarized. Star Sapphire? Is it between blue? I have no idea. Probably past Star uh, It's Sapphire. debuting in Justice League 3, uh, number 3, by Scott Snyder and Jorge Jimenez. Oh. Okay. Uh, cool. Dan Jurgens is uh, moving away, obviously, from Action Comics, and he's going to Green Lanterns in July. What? Yeah. Really? It'll be readable again. <laughs> who's, uh, does it say who's going to be on art? Uh, let's see. Johnny, look at me when you say Mike Perkins. I don't know that. No, I'm not familiar with Mike Perkins. It's a very normal name, though. Yeah. Hi, Mike Perkins, DDS. Isn't he a dentist? Latte for Mike Perkins. He could be. Sounds like he'd be a dentist, though. I'd call him You know what? He is (laughs) one of the lead lead designers on the D&D team. Well, not this specific Mike Perkins, but yeah. But a Mike Perkins. Right. Uh, Yeah, and that's DC News. Um... Marvel's teasing classified X-Men comic. comic. Uh, so X-Classified number one is coming out July 25, 25th. Um, I don't think it's going to be called that, but maybe not. Uh, War Machine is... Um, sorry. Punisher is not War Machine anymore, and he's going back to his regular old self in Punisher. Regular Punisher. Right. Punisher number one. He got uh, downgraded. <laughs> they took the armor away. <laughs> You're like, listen, Frank, you kill a lot of people. Yeah. We're not about that life the armor here. armor just makes it even worse. Yeah. We, we're basically like amplifying that. So uh, go away. Uh, it's going to be written by uh, Matthew Rosenberg and Ricardo Borcielli. Yeah. It's that Punisher number one. Number yes. 15, number no, one. Just no, number one. Number one. one. I like recently, I like Rosenberg. I'm reading um, New Mutants. Yeah. I really like Rosenberg. He's, not, he's exclusive at Marvel now. Yeah. He's yeah. good with um, his dialogue's good. His he dialogue's wrote, uh, really four good. Four Kids Walk Into a Bank. That's a great indie That's series. his indie stuff, right? Yeah. Who is that under Image? Uh, I think so. Okay. I'll, I'll read it. I mean, he's yeah. got really good dialogue. And the last one is uh, Spider Gwen is ending in July. Thank uh, God. Oh, wait, no. Not Spider Gwenpool. Gwenpool is amazing. You oh. shut your mouth. <laughs> anyway. Matt, you don't like Gwenpool? That's such like a weird, obscene, uh, obtuse character. Like Gwenpool based off Spider Gwen. That all spawned out of that That all spawned out of that 
That all spawned out of that month where they were doing nothing but Gwen variants. Yeah. And they did a Gwenpool variant because there was Gwenum, yeah. Gwenpool, yeah. Captain Gwen yeah. or whatever. And they decided, like, let's run with this. Yeah. Like, so the thing is, Gwen though, makes sense. but, like, it's a really good comic. It got more than 20 issues, and it's not Gwen Stacy. It's literally a girl named Gwen, I, last name Pool. Hey, I'm with you. I think the art's great. I would totally Gwen her pool. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. I just, what? Of comics. That's, that's of comics. Yeah. You, don't you, just, you just push this to where we did. Anyway, I'm appreciating um, that After 41 issues, uh, Spider-Gwen is ending in July. Uh, it didn't get canceled. Spider-Gwen. Uh, yeah. Jason Latour and Javier Rodriguez decided to end their run um, with issue 34. Uh, so is her out. first name Spider and her last name is Gwen? I think so. Okay. Uh, July 18th. Uh, and yeah, that's the, that's the news. You forgot. There's uh, two TV show newses. Three TV show newses, right? Newses? News News I? News News I. News Yeah. So we got uh what is it? Russo brothers are doing Deadly Class. We already kind of cool. knew that. Sci fi, yep. Um and then the other one is uh, East of West and what was the other book? Transhumans by Jonathan. Jonathan Hickman is going to Amazon Prime. The really the most important thing out of that is East of West. Yeah. One of the best indie comics, most underrated, underappreciated. It's going to be a show. <laughs> underrated and underappreciated? Not yeah. on this podcast. Y- Not dude, on this podcast. But the yeah. thing, that thing, like, sells more than a lot of indie books. Yeah, but how many Eisners and all the, the love that all of the, the other darlings, such as uh, Saga. Saga or whatever, always beat it out? How many times has Saga been kind of not as good as Saga was in the beginning and East of West definitely had the better stories going consistent art out on time all of that and doesn't get the love and the recognition from the critical standpoint that things like Saga get I mean how yeah, often like I, I can I can understand the remainder books. but the thing is like Saga doesn't win everything anymore it just wins it can, probably ongoing and it consistently wins honestly like writer ongoing and artist Consistently, on mm-hmm. a consistent basis. Maybe right. not back to back like it was doing and things like that. But you always see Saga. Winning you don't something. even you don't even see uh, East and West nominated all the time the way that Saga is nominated. Just getting a nomination is enough. Right. So that's my point. Right. It's just confusing with the guy that has like a TV head and it's like an old tube TV. It's like what, LCD, man. I mean, get with the times, right? <laughs> LED, bro. Oh, oh, sorry, LED. My bad. 4K, baby. Yes, 4K. Oh dear lord. Anyway, is that all the news, Johnny? Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. You okay, bud? <laughs> that was a Jolly Ranch. Really <laughs> <laughs> I just choked on the Jolly Ranch. The ghost why? of uh, Michael Perkins. He's trying to percolate why would you in do here. This to me? Yeah. Uh, I shouldn't have taken the Jolly Ranch. It's poison. I know. Um, okay, and we have questions, correct? Are yeah. Are we pulling those up now? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I have a couple of questions, and um, Nelson also uh, messaged um, the podcast with. Uh, not a complaint, but he he let us know that he reviewed our podcast basically everywhere: uh, Podbean, Pocket Cast, Castbox, um, and iTunes. All the same review? Uh, no, 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 different reviews, which is actually very Jeez. yeah, I know. Um, uh, You've been busy, Nelson. Was it Nelson? Was it Nelson? You said it was Nelson. It was Sean Levesque. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. wow. Nelson also left a review though. Um, but for some reason, I can't find it on iTunes. Uh, but uh, Sean Levesque uh, sent us a screenshot of the reviews uh, from Nelson and Sean. Um, and they're there. So 
I don't know. At some point, we'll figure out what uh, our technology problem is. And yeah, uh-huh. I just went to look and I couldn't see them either well, on mine. And so. FYI, everyone listening, if you leave a comment or a review on Podbean, we cannot see it on the web browser. We can only see it on the phone app. <coughs> so if you do that, like somehow let somebody know so we can read it. Uh, right. Um, so we have a question from Sean Levesque. Um, do you guys have any characters that you love for no good reason? For example, no Black Bolt. One of my favorite characters is Dr. Fate, but it's only because I had the DC Superpowers action figure and he looks cool. However, I never read an excellent Dr. <laughs> Fate book. P.S. That's kind of like every kid, though. Like yeah. when I was growing up, I had a lot of action figures to, to, to characters that I had never read an actual story to. And it's just like, hey, he looks cool. Uh, P.S. The Superpowers toy line was awesome. To what? The Superpowers toy line was awesome. Who's, whose question was this? What was the this guy's was name again? Sean Levesque. Sean, we need to hang out, bud. Because I, too, like Dr. Fate. And no, I have not read a good Dr. Fate. <laughs> but we all know that Dr. Fate was amazing in Young Justice. So, what's your fate? Let's make it our own. Oh, God. This is Mine would be... I'm that? not yeah. going to let you on the show anymore. <laughs> if Mine, this is what you keep doing. I'm okay. Gonna, you got to, like... Mine would be Ted Cord. Chain it up a little. Mine would be Ted Cord, but he had a really good storyline in 52, to be fair. But before that, what was a really good Blue Beetle storyline that you had read? He'd always been a part of team books. Young Justice. <coughs> Wasn't he in there? I'm saying, like, way, way back in the day. Like, he was in... Um, Young Justice. Ted Cord. <laughs> not, n- not, 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 not Jaime. Yeah, not Jaime. Young I'm Justice. Talking, wait, what are you, what are you asking? <laughs> I'm talking about Ted Cord. No, I know the original like, Blue Beetle. Okay, what about him? Actually, no, the he's, second Blue Beetle. I said he was one. He's a character that I like for no oh. good reason. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Um, I don't like the X Men, but I like Cyclops. He looks cool. Was it only DC, or he said it could be DC any or Marvel? Character. Yeah, any character, oh, right? okay, yeah. Yeah. any character. Okay. Whoops. Yeah. Why is that a whoops? I well, because <laughs> I have a Marvel character. I didn't say your Marvel right. character. Well, he Ian? he brought me back to talking about old action figures. I used to have a lot of Ninja Turtle toys, and there was one called Panda Con. I had that one. I loved Panda Con. I thought he was the sickest like samurai Ninja Turtle <laughs> toy ever. Never read him in any of the comics or the cartoons. Because he never showed up. Yeah, that, the Ninja Turtles action figures were the first thing I was thinking of too, because that they just shoved those toys out without yeah. ever appearing in the cartoon like, no or in the comics. Yeah. Yeah. It was just let's sell toys. That and the same Triceratops. At least the Triceratops are in the book, in the comics, yeah. and everything. But uh, and they did the same with GI Joes for a long oh, time. Oh yeah, they would just repaint old ones. I had one called Salvo. I think his name was, and he had some kind of a landmine launcher. And I was like, doesn't make sense, but I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I think I had every variation of Snake Eyes because he was my yep. favorite. Snake Eyes was the best, and yep. Storm Shadow. Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes, man. Do you have a character? Um, just in terms of comic characters. Yeah. Or, uh, I mean, he didn't specifically yeah. say comic. Character you like for no good reason. Comic, though. Yeah. But yeah. I like for no good reason. I have a good reason to like all the characters I like, though. <laughs> That's cute. You want to <laughs> give an answer? <laughs> Booster Gold. Okay. Because, you know, it's just, he's Booster. Sam Jurgens created him. Well, Matt might know this one. You know Forge from X-Men? Forge, yeah, dude. Yeah. He's, like I mean, like, bro. I don't know why, but I, Forge is cool because he can literally make Fix anything, anything out, of, out of anything. Yeah. Tech yeah. science, dude. And he doesn't he have a leg that he just made himself or something? Like yeah. So, yeah. Right, Forge. Good question, sir. Uh, yeah, we have a question from Albert Rodriguez. Um, what up, Albert? Hello, all long time, first time. I picked up Sonic from my seven-year-old son <laughs> last week on your nice. recommendation. Unfortunately, he did not have the same thoughts most of you gents did. <laughs> he said he didn't like it because it was dumb. 
That's a good <laughs> How old reason. was the kid? Seven. Seven. That's a good reason. Sonic aside, are there any other kids' books that you guys will recommend? Johnny? I know Johnny, <laughs> he spelled my name wrong, anyway, is really into kids' books for some reason. <laughs> All right. <laughs> What's with the shade? And I would also like to know his thoughts. All right. Do you guys have any kids' books? I, I have a lot, I got, I got your back, Johnny. Johnny likes kids' books because he's weird. So I would have to say... <laughs> and well, I also hey, have a kid. Hey, Power Rangers is a great kids' book. Well, I would say old, kind of dark though. children. It's kind of like what, like a ten-year-old book, mm. ten to twelve. Okay. Isn't it yeah, like because there is violence? Yeah. Dakon or whatever. Thing. What's his name? Dakon. Dakon. Dracon. 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 Doesn't he kill people? Doesn't he kill people? You don't see Tommy. anything. It's a kid's Still. book. I don't know. Uh, it, yeah. Well, <laughs> my, um, my son is, uh, is eleven, and he's been coming in here for the last few years. He 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 does like Sonic, but he likes Mega Man more. I was about to say Mega yeah. Man is good. He really liked Mega Man, and then they'll get some of just the the younger reader versions of Guardians of the Galaxy and Avengers. Yeah. They'll pick Dude, up Super little Sons. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, my that's my the, my six year old. No, I lied. He's seven. Holy crud. <laughs> yeah, my seven year old loves Super Sons. Right. Super Sons is I drew, great. I drew Jonathan on his door for him. You know what I mean? He loves. He loves you drew Super me on Sons. the door. Sweet. Yeah. There you go. With the cape. That's Towel right. Towel went after him. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, on my door. <laughs> <laughs> that's on my door. <laughs> um, yeah, Super Sons Ninja Turtles. Yeah, for Slight, a kid, slightly older. Yeah, they have the, the version, the Nickelodeon yeah. one. Dude. Right? Oh yeah. yeah, you're right. That um, one was a good one. That one's good. Um, Black Money Murders is pretty. Teaches them about like money. Star Wars, or the Star Wars, Star Wars Adventures. Adventures. Yeah, Star Wars Adventures. East and West for geography. So I have So you don't. It teaches them not to put things in their mouths. What? Why are you doing this? Okay. So I have a couple. Um, Tiny Titans. Tiny Titans is good. Is, okay. is great uh, for younger kids. It's a tiny uh, version of like Titans. Teen Titans or whatever. No, uh, it's it's the actual Justice League, I think, isn't it? Okay. Tiny Titans. Uh, no, it's like the Titans. You know, um, Kid Flash and Nightwing. Robin. Oh, it's all the children. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, Deathstroke is their principal. Uh, <laughs> you're you're joking. No, dude. Deathstroke is their principal. It's hilarious. I wish they they would uh, print JL eight. Right. Because that's golden. Yeah, it is. Because you, you show me some of it. It's yeah. pretty funny. It, it's, it's hilarious. Um, I would also recommend Gotham Academy for maybe like 10 to like 15 year olds. Um, okay. It's really Maybe good book. 12 to 15 year olds with Gotham Academy. That yeah. one's a little bit is more. Is there like supernatural elements to that one? Kind of. Yeah. Kind of, you know, it's okay. a little bit more sophisticated. I mean, I think younger ones could appreciate it, but I'd still say 12 to. <laughs> okay. Um, me personally. I would also recommend Lumberjanes, uh, which Gotham Academy also did a crossover with. Uh, Lumberjanes is a great all ages comic. Uh, I think we reviewed volume one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a girl that defied the laws of physics, if you remember correctly, with a arm wrestling contest. Yes. Um, then I have The Witch Boy by Molly Ostertag, which is a fun read. Uh, it's by Scholastic Publishing. Which boy are you talking about? The Witch Boy. Oh, <laughs> which one? oh. okay. <laughs> like W H I C H? No, W I T C H. Oh. Which one? The witch. God, you guys suck. Um, Puns galore. I have The Backstagers by James Tynan. Uh, that's a great book. Um, Bone by Jeff Smith. Isn't that more adult? No. <laughs> that's what I was thinking with Backstage, but. Yeah. No, no, no. Wait, we're talking about Bone, like the, the, the comic the little show? Yeah. The, yeah. the, the, the little Sunday art. comic yeah. show? Yeah. Is that's that for what kids? That's, yeah. You sure? It's all ages. That's like if you told me The Goon was for kids. <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay. okay. Uh, Mouse Guard. Mouse Guard, absolutely. Right. Uh, I can't think of the Red Wall series. Yeah. Did you guys ever read those? No. 
Yeah. And also the uh, writer from Lumberjanes, um, Noel Stevenson, wrote Nimona, which was a webcomic, wow. but then it got printed, and Is that's a great book. Lumberjanes about girls working at a lumber factory? No. Then I don't want to read it. Okay. <laughs> I'm surprised My you oldest. recommend the Spidey. Oh, yeah, Spidey, yes. yeah. Spidey is amazing. This is the most excited he's going to be about any of the comics right now. Uh, I'm going to ignore Albert's shade and just go with it. Yeah, my oldest also liked uh, Monsters Unleashed. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, yeah. But it's over now. Yeah. But, yeah. So there you go. Plenty of options for your kid that apparently doesn't have any taste when it comes to <laughs> So, yeah, you know, I enjoyed it, so. But it's a kid. What can you do? Yeah. Kids say things are dumb, and they're just dumb. Oh, so. uh, forgot one. Uh, Goldie truth. Vance, which is kind of like a um, all-ages uh, Sherlock Holmes type of book. Okay. Cool. Uh, is that all the questions that we had? Uh, yeah. That is, oh, wait, no. I had one from Bryce Smith. Oh, Thank you, Bryce. Albert. Thank you, Bryce. I, uh, Thank you, Albert. Yeah. What do we got from Bryce? Uh, so, hey there, ASCP. Got a question for y'all in regards to Action 1000. What was y'all's favorite cover out of the variants? Coin Ooh. pal. I figured y'all was going to review it away. Wait, anyway? Anyway. Oh, yeah. But the variant covers deserve <laughs> some love. And the covers have been all the talk at our local comic book shop. I so how many variants are there on this one? Like 12? There's 10. 10. I have okay. all of them. Of course you do. But there's a few exclusive ones. <laughs> I bought them. Of you course you the did. Pal one from I bought the Koi Pal oh, one. It's on God. the way. And I bought the Patrick Gleason yeah. one. Wow. And I'm... Uh, uh, My favorite. I'm debating whether or not to get the Faybach one, but it's like 50 Ooh, bucks on eBay. It's nice too. That 50 is. bucks? I'm, I think I'm going to do it. Is the Faybach one nice? Yeah, come on. It's, it's your boy. It's Faybach. I mean, nice. is it nicer than Copel's? Mine is as nice as Faybach. What about Vermejo's? Faybach wished me a happy birthday, by the way. That's cool. Really? Yeah. Faybach's well, cool about that. His birthday is like the day after mine or something. So I was like, hey, happy birthday. Mine was yesterday. He's like, happy birthday. I was like, yeah, I'm the coolest. Represent. So, okay, so I'm going to rate the covers. Of course you are. At least out of my favorite. So, first exclusive favorite that I have is actually Patrick Gleason's. Nice. Okay. From Newberry Comics. So, if you guys get a chance, search Patrick Gleason exclusive Action One Thousand comic. It's it's a great. It's American Flag backdrop, and the reason I like it is Gleason included Lois, John, and Crypto with suits on it. So it's like a family portrait. Were the were the like shop exclusives like more? Price wise. Probably a little bit more, too. yeah, because it was like twenty bucks uh, for geez. for one of them, and then it was like thirty five for the Virgin cover, which had no text. Uh. The Copiel one, I think. I think it would have cost me. I was telling him it would have cost me like twenty five or thirty bucks just because of shipping alone. The Midtown comics one, yeah. I think the Midtown was Midtown is Coipels, no. yeah. Coipel, Coipel, Coipel. I keep yeah. saying Copiel. My favorite one, along with Bryce's, Bryce's uh, favorite one is the nineteen forties Michael Cho. That's a good one too. That one's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was at WonderCon, uh, not the the pre, not this one that just passed, but the okay. the last one. Yeah, and he had this great Superman print that I was gonna get for Jonathan, but I walked around the con like once and it was gone. Oh, <laughs> it's the thought, it's that, the counts. thought that counts. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was, uh, I was like, oh, is that Darwin? Did they pull a Darwin? It looks like Darwin, right? right? And he, I, oh, I mean, man. that's cool. Yeah, Michael Cho is amazing. So is Darwin um, Cook. Rest in peace. So. Um, Second, second uh, one that I really like is probably tied with Faybach and Coipel for exclusives because really they're both really great. Third favorite is um, Bermejo's, the modern. I like that one too. I didn't know that Bermejo was doing it. So when I, was, when I was here looking at all the covers, because Roger had them all bagged up for me. Yep. 
And I was like, oh, can I open this and look at them all? And so I was going through, and, and that was the last one because he went chronologically through the covers. Yeah. And I went, oh, my God, this is amazing. Are you peeing right now from excitement? Bit. I think <laughs> little that's bit. what's going on right now. Yeah. You have, a, like, so, a smile from ear to ear. Oh, dude, I was so those. stoked when I saw yeah. that cover. I was just like, oh, my gosh. He's your boy, man. I, I yeah. More, you know, Bermejo. I keep forgetting about, and then like yeah. every time I see him, I'm like, oh yeah, he's got. He's, he's like, that ex he's that awesome. you forget about. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, she did break my heart. Wow, yeah. that's not even where I was going with that, but okay. Oh, you crying, bud? Come yeah, on. just a little bit, just a little bit. So there you go, uh, yeah. Bryce. Thanks for that question. Uh, what about you, Ian? Yeah, Gleason. do you have any favorites? Gleason. Gleason. Yeah. Did you like that one? That was really cool. I Were like you that. just googling the cover? Right yes, now? I was. Okay. <laughs> Dude, the minute, most of them are really good. Yeah. The mo- yeah. Well, the minute I saw that one, though, that one, the, some about Gleason's style, and maybe it's because I love his run so much yeah. that really hit me when I saw that. I was like, that's perfect. Yep. That's such a great cover for for Action One Thousand. Yeah, especially where he is now with mm-hmm. with uh, with Jonathan and everything. It was yep. really cool. I like that one. So, anyway, uh, is that it? Is that all of our questions? Yep. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and delve into the reviews now. Uh, Johnny, why don't you go ahead and start us off with our Marvel book? Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man Seven Ninety Nine, Go Down Swing Part Three. Except where we left off. Poops hitting the fan. Red Goblin Red is 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 going <laughs> after everything and just wrecking havoc, uh, you know, on all of Spider-Man's friends, and Spider-Man is losing. That's the pitch. Who's writing? Who's art? Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. With, uh, Gracia on colors. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. Oh, his book. name's Gracia. Yeah, Marty Gracia. You're welcome. Weird. De nada. He's great at colors. He's one of the best at Marvel right now. <laughs> That'd be funny if he married a girl named Dinana. Um, man, this book was awesome. Yeah, I really like this book. I I've I didn't read the part one, but we read part two. Uh, what was it? Two weeks ago. Yeah. Was Jonathan, it two weeks ago? Two is weeks it ago. safe to assume that uh, anti venom agent anti venom is cool? Yeah, I'm doing like so anti? far. Yeah. 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 I always uh, thought it was a mistake that they stopped making. Venom, Flash Thompson. Yep. Best Venom, hands down. Screw Eddie Brock. Screw nah, Max well, Garner. Yeah. <laughs> what they what they did with Eddie along the way, yeah. But original Eddie Brock Venom is still the best. I, I, Why I did they love, give Eddie cancer? I get that. I respect that, and I understand its place in history yeah. with the 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 old. Yeah. But to me, the hands down the best Venom story was Yo, Rick ben, oh, Absolutely, absolutely. Agent Venom. Yep. That build up with Jack O' Lantern and all of that. Dude, that and maybe, and I don't think it would have been as good without the previous history of Venom, obviously, because it was such a it was such a shift and a and a change from what we expected, tonally and just yep. visually, because typically when you saw Venom, he was that big monstrous looking thing, and then all of a sudden we've got this sleek commando freaking looking yep. Venom. I, the, I, yeah, yeah, I was just I I was drawn to that look and that story with Flash being a wounded war hero. It was his legs. Like, um, that was so cool. He lost yeah. his legs. He went from being the high school bully to being the this war, war hero, hero yep. to being a down and out vet, like trying to find it, refine his purpose. Yeah. Redemption story. You know. Yeah. yeah, and Remender did such Battling a great alcoholism. Re- uh, yes, all of that, yeah. all of those elements came together in such a great way for me. So, look, when I say screw like Eddie Brock and all that, I. I don't mean that disrespectfully to like the previous stories and all that because I get there's a lot of great history there, but I don't care. Like that story to me is Venom. Yep. Well, also no, I agree with that. Uh, Slot did help Remender set up uh, Agent Venom when it first started too, so it kind of goes back into this story. Yeah. You know? So um, I'm digging Agent 
anti-venom. Yeah. Um, how did he get? How did he get it? I have no I'm, clue. I'm behind on that. I'm yeah. yeah I'm, I have no the, clue. The last arc or two was called Venom Incorporated. Okay. Big old Venom arc. So probably in that arc. Okay. Yeah. Because w- didn't Eddie have anti-venom for a second? Yeah. He had the Eddie, suit? Eddie created was essentially yeah. his white blood cells created the anti-venom yeah. thing, I think, or whatever, right? Yeah, Are you cause, serious? Because, yeah, venom, the symbiote was know, in his bloodstream. Yeah. Oh, okay. All I know is it just seems that when you have the symbiote, you're going to play musical chairs with other people that have symbiotes. Except Cletus. Until now. <laughs> I, I love the fact Cletus that... Cletus might be dead. That that his name it's is Cletus. Cletus. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just some redneck that gets <laughs> the freaking symbiote. Like, but until now, he was the only one. Yeah. yeah. That's, what, that's what's really cool about this one, too. I mean, you have the sinister goblin now with this extra boost of power. Crazy and, and uh, you know, as you see in this book, the pairing kind of makes it even... Drowns out the weaknesses, basically, yeah. yeah. That's what I... Okay. <laughs> so that's, that's your beef? I like how the there's no real explanation. It's because comics. Yeah. You know, because he's like, oh, goblin serum and symbiote. No weaknesses somehow. And you're like, <laughs> what? Well, none? obviously not none. None? But those known weaknesses. Yeah. But one is one is weak to the other one isn't, you know, so they kinda like help. I don't know, out. like it's just it's it's a fairly good idea that Sonic anything is gonna jack you oh, up yeah. some. Do you know how sensitive that is? Well, like if it, large the sound waves can normally get around sound and fire, you know, but a normal I, basis. I mean I guess <laughs> we're all in agreement, Jonathan's being a nerd. <laughs> Anyways, the art on Wow. <laughs> does he have a tail? He does. Yes, yes he, he does. does. Oh, man, he does that's have a tail. cool. Yeah, look at that. It's got, what, like, some barbs on the end there. Hmm? What, Blake? You said the yeah, art or something? Beautiful. Yeah, the um, Amonin, or how do yeah. you say his last name? I say Amonin. Amonin. Yeah. I dig it. I'm I, I've never seen him before. Oh, he's really good, dude. <laughs> oh, man. I did it. I've never, um, <laughs> I did it. I've never seen, because, like I said, I'm way behind on slots. But he, he did a lot of X-Men. He did a lot of Avengers. Okay. He, he's really good. It's yeah. Really good. And I like um, I like that, you know, Peter's getting to be a team leader. He's kind of like he's working the in the background. In the chair, yeah. Right. I think that's kind of cool. That That's a really cool panel. I like that. Are you showing the video or are you just going to? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's a pan- The panel that I'm describing is him on the computer and the silhouette of the lights and the way that he did it I thought was really he's good. Really hey, by the way, who's the wannabe looking uh, anti-venom character in this? That person is new to me, sir. Which one? This one? Like I said, I haven't read all of Slots Run. No, that's Silk. I know who that is. I'm trying to catch up on Marvel Unlimited. Wiped out first, right? Oh, right, right, right. I think that's a villain. But I mean, Slots has been writing Spider-Man for 10 years. A lot of people forget that. Yeah, since this is true. Yeah. Well, and then before then, he was on a rotating cycle for three years before that. Right. We were talking about that. Because he created Mr. Negative, right? That was his creation. In that rotation, Mr. Clash was created, yeah. Okay. Clash, yeah. Clash. I, Clash. I have, oh, yeah. He, he was in the Learn to Crawl series when um, Spider-Man came back around the time of the Amazing Spider-Man 2 movie. Okay. <laughs> I do like that um, uh, Spider-Man or Peter gets in you know, in touch with uh, Clash's, like, I guess, like, computer system. So he starts talking to him, and he's like, ooh, it's your conscience. <laughs> well, he made a suit, so. Was Clash the guy who was he was like a bad guy and and Peter yeah. hired him into Parker yeah. Industries? Okay, yeah, he was like a bully, or he got bullied and became a bad guy, and then like the whole arc, he got redeemed and Peter. He's hired kind of him, like so now yeah. he's Peter's like best friend. Yep. Yeah, he's kind of yeah, like a shocker, yep. kind of. Yeah, sound right? waves. He's yeah, sound waves and the shoots discs. 
I like uh, Red Goblin's face the way, like with the eyebrows and stuff like that. Oh, I yeah. think that was those really are good, good eyebrows. Yeah, best eyebrows <laughs> in the game right there. So what yeah. happens? Um, well, anti. So, uh, so everybody fights and tries to take down since Peter is injured. He six everybody on Red the Goblin. Spider Verse, basically, <laughs> and he just drops them all page after page after Ouch. page after yeah. page because yeah. apparently the yeah, Goblin he's... Serum combined with this, the the Carnage so hung up on this. The Red Clinton, yeah, is just too powerful. Too pa- yeah, <laughs> they hit him with flame and sound. It's really at the same cool. Time, and he's I'm like, sorry, what? fire and sound combined, and he just shakes it off. But he touches Anti Venom, and he's like, ah, makes sense melting. because it's because Carnage, yeah. Carnage. Is offspring of venom. Okay. Right? And so, yeah. therefore, the anti venom that would. It would make sense there. He's right? like the. the okay, but that unless, unless the it. Goblin Serum that would now take sense. that away. Yeah, but. But, yeah. but once again, it's it's kind of because comics. Yeah. Because they need they needed him to kick everybody's butt yeah. so that anti. Because spoilers, anti venom, after everybody's been like basically been beaten, Flash is really jacked up. And so he. Spider Man comes in to try to save everybody. Mind you, Peter is injured. Flash, uh, anti-venom, has the ability to heal people. So he's trying to heal people, and he's been kind of taked, like taxed to his max. The last thing he does before it looks like he's down and out is he heals Peter. So that Peter's going to have to be the one yeah. to he touches his leg. Touches his right. leg. Okay. Well, and there's only two issues left. you got to think of that, too. So yeah. a lot's yeah. got to happen. Yeah. Can he, uh, whatchamacallit, does he have his legs back? Does Flash have his legs no. back? Or no. only no. when he's in the you suit? You even see okay. in one of the panels when he's hurt, yeah, right and here. you see the suit melting off, you see the, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Now I, get that. Like, yeah. now I get that. Now I get that. I I, I really so like it because uh, like Peter is throughout the book. Like uh, in the beginning, he's just paranoid. Like, where's this guy gonna hit? Where's this guy gonna hit? He has and everyone safe and right. Watched, yeah. Uh, he, uh, everybody. Every one of the super, uh, the heroes is just watching someone. Uh, the thing is, uh, the Red Goblin is after his what grandson. Yeah. And it's oh. yeah, it's for some nefarious. Things because does does he have like the the serum in him? Does the kid have anything? Uh, I think so. Do we, wanna, do we really want to spoil that last page? No, Th- yeah. It's been I out know. for days. It has been. <laughs> it's been out for days. I know they won't hear this till till Monday anyway. Yeah. Right? But if you if just you give you a little three two one countdown. Yeah, okay, so uh, I always one, have to skip you guys. <laughs> well, you kind of already spoiled it. Three. Yeah. So okay. Norman is after his grandson, and he captures his grandson. And he puts the carnage, gob- the red goblin symbiote over his grandson, and he's like, "Welcome to the family business." And the kid looks just like he's this, this little evil possessed mini evil, me. Yeah, red goblin miniature. They grow up. So I think fast. they do have like the green goblin formula because wasn't like Harry. Is it just like in them now? I think so. Like I think that's why Harry went crazy. I don't know. I haven't yeah. read. That was like uh, Spider Man two one two when the new goblin. I, I, the, I just read the first issue of Legacy. Harry's kind of been being weird, but he hasn't been like goblin crazy. So. No, I mean, but he was before. Oh yeah, but. Well, yeah, he's trying to stay away. Maybe from Maybe the him. goblin for- formula is now hereditary or whatever. What is up with the, with Harry Osborn and Norman Osborn's hair? Is it like they have weird wavy hair? Like, have you ever noticed that? <laughs> yeah, it looks like that. Like, you know like what I mean? Corn- it's always yeah. been that, and nobody's ever changed it. Yeah, and it's a bummer. It's and it's, remember it's in the bummer? cartoon, the '90s wavy cartoon. Red hair. Yeah. Do you remember in the '90s cartoon? It was like red. Like yeah. it was like. Yeah. The like Light red, brown, yeah, red. yeah. It was like red, but like with wavy. I don't know. That's just never mind. I saw that his design was from right. Yeah, like you can see it here on the side, right? Yeah, that looks a little better. I've always wondered that. Um, I'm really bummed that they didn't do that with James Franco. 
I like. <laughs> oh, it's it's James Franco. He's got uh, and Willem Dafoe. I mean, that's true. Yeah. Well, Willem Dafoe looks like a god goblin Dude, that, out he of didn't makeup. Need a so mask. Okay. He's scarier without yeah. the helmet. Yeah, <laughs> he's terrifying. But I do like how in the panel where uh, uh, Anti Venom's laying there, it kind of looks like just liquid. Like um, what is it, the T one thousand or whatever? Yeah, yeah, just melting off of My him. My eyes are straight up watering right now. It's such a beautiful page. Yeah, I it know. Is. It's so beautiful. Cool. Uh, what w- what would you guys rate this book? It's a five for me. I it's a five for me too. I think the art's great, uh, well paced. Uh, I I missed number one as well, and I'm gonna go back and read it and stick with this. It feels like it's just it goes so quick because it's just yeah. There's if, so if, much things that are happening, but yeah. it feels like fast paced. Yep. Blake, pull it together and read. Sorry, this book. sorry. I'm gonna give it a five. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> no, I'm digging it. I'm behind, but it definitely makes me want to catch up. I'm gonna give it a five. Solid five. I'm gonna be a jerk and give it a four and a half because that 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 <laughs> because thing, goblin. Yeah, that really? just goblin the, juice. Yeah, the goblin juice and the symbiote. Like all of a sudden, I have no weaknesses. I'm like, right. so you're kind of four and a half is a really good score though. Like. Yeah, it is a great, good it's score. A great score. Yeah. I just it makes me mad. That it's like it's. Because comics. I'm going to give it four and a half because the lettering was weird. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I took Johnny's line. My bad. Sorry, Johnny. Sorry. All right, right, Blake. Tell us about, uh, you know, the stuff. Are you talking about Black Hammer? Yep. Okay. Um, Well, Jeff Lemire is a writer of sorts. (laughs) Uh, Some some might say a good one. Yes. Some. So uh, up until now, I had not read Black Hammer. So naturally, what did I do? I picked up the first volume, read the first volume, and then was like, oh, great. Now I got to read the second volume. You have an addictive personality. I do. I do. I'm so glad you don't do cocaine. Yeah, yeah, anymore. (laughs) So... (laughs) Wow. um, I I love Black Hammer. Uh, Think of Golden Age superheroes, but in a tarnished universe, if that makes any sense. Can I do a pun It does not. Can I do... Okay. So pretty much... Uh, these guys get stranded in what they've been calling a pocket universe, but they don't even know if it's that. They're stranded in a town. Uh, they're all superheroes that remind you either of DC heroes or Marvel heroes, and they're trying to figure out why they got transported here and why they can't leave the town. Because one of them did try to leave the town and was obliterated. I Just mean, dead. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like his. they show a panel and his insides are falling out. So this issue picks up after the first two arcs. Um, the daughter of the Black Hammer, who was the one who tried to leave the town and was obliterated, uh, think of Thor, um, she picks up the hammer and now she's the new Black Hammer. But the only problem is she finds out and knows why they're there. But immediately after she gets the hammer, she is transported to a different dimension. So the other heroes are trying to figure out what happened to her. That's, that's my pitch. And so is this reader. Thank you. Because you haven't read it. We, we read I got the that. first, that cute. <laughs> the like first graphic novel like months ago, maybe mm-hmm. even a year. I think it was year. in the summer. Yeah. And right. And the thing is, I felt like I haven't read anything besides that. And I felt like I didn't really miss anything. It, fe- it feels like it hasn't progress the story at all. Well, you have to remember how Jeff Lemire writes a lot of his stories. He tends to develop things for quite a while. I mean, y- yeah, n- no, it, this just feels painstakingly slow. Well, when I got um Johnny, do you know what slow burns are? Do you enjoy you don't like slow burns? I like slow burns, but this is just like give me an example of a slow burn you like, comics-wise. Give me an example. Um 
Hmm. Come back like, to me. He doesn't okay. like east of west, so. Oh, that's not a slow burn. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's just east of west. East of west is, is definitely a slow Black burn, but it's a good slow burn. A slow burn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, By the time they get to like issue four of Black Monday Murders in that first volume, you're just like, what is going on? Well, there's only and that doesn't issues. feel like a slow burn like this is feeling or like east of west feels. It's okay if you don't like slow burns. I just don't like I I enjoy slow burns when they're done well. That's the problem with slow burns. Is that a lot of slow burns usually aren't done well? They're too slow to the point where you're bored. But or you the were bored with this. Is horrible. A little bit, yeah. Okay. Well, when I got to the end of this issue, I realized, oh wait, there's more Doctor Star and Sherlock Frankenstein. So now I have to go out and get those two. I I like this universe. I like what Jeff Lemire has done. It's great. It's literally think of all your Golden Age heroes, but with a dark twist. I mean, come on. Uh, what's her name? Gale. I mean. That character itself. Golden Gale. Golden Gale. Ah, it's it's so great. She's stuck in what is she supposed to be? Eight or nine, ten? Somewhere in there. Yeah, she's like eight or nine. She's like forty. Four yeah. And she swears, she's smoking cigarettes, coming on to guys and stuff like that, and and people are just tripping out because all they see is a nine year old and she (laughs) just says like the best things. Great kids. I didn't go through all the tissues. There's two left. How am I germaphobe? Because I went through all the tissues. Okay. Can we talk about the comics? You keep cleaning the microphone. Keep cleaning the microphone for what? No, I'm saying you keep doing that. You're obviously a germaphobe. When I haven't cleaned the mic once. Yeah, dude. Like, all I keep seeing is just... He has a problem with cleaning the mic. Johnny was trying to do a joke. Did you see that? He's doing this. Yeah, that's all he was doing. All right. All right, man. So, I hadn't read any of this yet. Okay. And I don't know if I want to. Uh... But I generally trust your opinion, Blake, and you're saying that it's good and I'd like it. Yeah. So, uh, so I just, you know, it's interesting. I'm, I'm looking at like a, a Beetlejuice type inspired little universe here where, where she disappears to. Right. Uh, with some like Irish guy. Yeah. It's 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 definitely interesting. You definitely came into a weird part <laughs> of the story. Yeah. I would I would have felt the same way. Like what what's going on here? I'm definitely interested in Sherlock Frankenstein though. Yes. That's that, just the the picture right there. So pretty she cool. is yeah, a the, rival the, of uh, Golden Gale. Yeah. These characters are just analogs for like Golden Age DC heroes. Do you not enjoy that? That's the point. No, I like that. Okay. I I love the first trade, but this it feels like it's just retreading the same thing. Did you read the second trade? I have not. You got to read the second. But that's trade. the thing. Yeah. I feel like I don't have to because like reading this is the most current issue okay. of like this miniseries and I feel like nothing has happened since then. Okay. We have to also remember this is more of a drama than right. anything else. So it's not going to be like some action packed where it's like the earth has been moved and like all this destruction has happened. This is clearly about the interpersonal relationships of these characters. And I love that. I, I love that in I love that in any media. Um Jeff Lemire does that exquisitely well. Uh Oh, I was going to say, on a side note, uh, Dean Ormston, is that how you say his name? I like that his art kind of mass or uh, mirrors uh, Jeff Lemire's, but a little more, I guess, refined, I would say, if that's even. It's still kind of messy, but it's good. It's kind of like, um, it has like this quietly type of um, vibe. I could see that. Maybe it's like like a a mixture of Jeff Lemire and then quietly. Yeah, something like that. I like that. Quietly. Quitly, quietly, however you want to say it. I, I love Jeff Lemire. Yeah. This book doesn't really do a whole lot for me. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just, t- it's tough for me. It's like, I, I get what he's trying to do. Maybe I have to read through the first two trades to really appreciate this. I read this and I was kind of, 
this is good. Yeah. Um, but it's strange. With Lemire, I either want him in DC sandbox. Okay. Or I want his other creator-owned stuff that's like, not His weird stuff. That's what I like about this the one. Descender's really good. Descender is good. I, I read the first couple of issues. I haven't read all the way through, but what I read I did like. He handles sci-fi well. But what I like about this is he gets to play in both sandboxes. Even though he's doing it for Dark Horse, yeah. if he's still referencing something, he can do He can do get, Marvel, look, he can do DC. I, I get it. I get you're, it. You're getting um, him doing a knockoff Superman pretty soon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's weird because there's a lot of people is that love this. Is he doing knockoff Fantastic Four? Yeah, you're yes. talking about the terrifics. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty good. He's just doing knockoff characters. Well, you read Black <laughs> Hammer, you read the the first volume, and you're like, why isn't he on Fantastic Four? Like he knows how to do a family. Because Dan Slott wanted it. Yeah, anyway. dude. But anyway, I'm not against I, Dan Slott, but up, I would prefer up. Jeff Lemire. Um. So, but but that's just my thing. Is like I I think I'd rather read all of his other ideas. If it's not going to be like DC related type superhero stuff, then I just, I don't know. The the darker version of like the Golden Age heroes isn't doing a whole lot for me in this. Do now, you like Ed Brubaker? Huh? Do you like Ed Brubaker? Everybody says he's the stuff, and it's just this isn't your thing. You you it like just might not golden, be my yeah. It like just might not be my thing. I I would be willing to read the the second trade. Okay. Uh, if I let you borrow it, will you read it? Yeah, but you'll have to give me the first one to like get context again. Primered. I will. I will. But that's going to be like next year. Do you like Hellboy? Have you ever read I haven't Hellboy? read enough Hellboy to appreciate Hellboy. I've read like one story. Okay. Maybe two. I mean, you know, it's some people don't like the dark genre and, and the stuff movie. like that. <laughs> don't what watch movies? the movie. Don't watch that. I mean, the Hellboy. What, well, two. Which? Oh, the first one. <laughs> I'm assuming you're talking I never about saw the first this, one, right? I never saw the second okay. one. Yeah. Um, what would you rate it, Ian? <clears throat> I am interested. Yeah, but that's about it. Okay, it's, it's a quick read. I, so for me, it's it it yeah, it's hard to go in at this spot and say okay, I'm. I didn't know what was going on, and I kind of want to know, but I I think I need that history first. But I'm gonna yeah. give it a two, I'm gonna give it a two and a half. Okay. Uh, I love Black Hammer Volume One. Um, I didn't really like this book because, like I said, I felt like I didn't really learn much of anything new, really. Okay. Um, it's a three. It's okay. okay. Middle of the road. It's okay. It's four. Well written, well paced. Uh, I get what Lemire's trying to do. Great drama. Uh, it's just not my thing. Hey, I'm right there with you. I'm I'm giving it a four. It is definitely slow. It's the beginning of the arc. He does do that, like in the other two volumes. The first issues tend to be a little slower, but then it builds into something. But like I said, I absolutely I, I fell in love with the world. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna give it a four. Hide these chocolates from me. You can have as, <laughs> you can have as many chocolates as you want, Jonathan. No. It's okay. Cool. What's next? What is next, Jonathan? Oh, the the most important thing <laughs> that came <laughs> out this week. <laughs> 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 there we go. Maybe this year so far? Mm-hmm. Is it? This is history in the making. Half the time I try to sing that tune at Star Wars. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's John Williams. Yeah, my my boy's always like, pick me up and do the song. I'm like, and like, wait, no. No, it's, what is it? It's like, there it is, yeah. Uh, Action Comics 1000 by everyone at DC. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's about like half their staff. Uh, we have Dan Jurgens, Scott Snyder, Raphael Albuquerque, 
Peter Tomasi, Patrick Leeson, Tom King, Clay Mann, Luis Simonson, Jerry Ordway, Paul Dini, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez, uh, Marv Wolfman, Kurt Swan, Jeff Johns, and Richard Donner with Olivia, uh, Olivier Coipel. Uh, Brad, Brad Meltzer, I was about to say Brad Meltzer, Brad Meltzer and John Cassidy, and finally, Brian Michael Bendis and Jim Lee. Yeah. Who, who's <laughs> that? Jim Lee. Who's that last guy? Yeah, Jim Brian Michael Bendis. That sounds like a great team. He's a writer, right? He's, a, he's, a, <laughs> he's your favorite, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, so, this is a uh, kind of a tribute to 1,000 issues in 80 years of The Man of Steel. Uh, great tribute issue, a lot of great little one-off stories, and uh, I shouldn't say one-off, but stories that kind of honor uh, yeah. Clark's history. Short and, stories. Yeah, short stories while kind of setting things up for what's going to be coming. The only gripe I have about this, um, this particular issue, is they never really acknowledge why he has the red trunks again. But they talk about it, huh? They just yeah. talk about it. Yeah. And there's a couple of points, because me and Roger were talking about this, where Bendis kind of beats it to death. Oh, it was right. so the funny. Yeah, the character's it. dialogue is like, why is he on the red once again? In the middle of a crisis? Yeah, in the middle of a crisis. But there's no explanation, they just talk about it? Um, yeah. It was, it was very Bendis-y. That was very Bendai. I, I actually <laughs> really, I, I really like that, because uh, like one of Bendis' strengths is his dialogue, and it just... Would we call well, it a strength? Yeah. I wouldn't. I think a lot of I think he's very plain with his dialogue. He he just says what it is. Yeah. Um, I think there are other writers that are better at dialogue, but Bendis Bendis is a good writer. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what he's going to do with well, you know Supergirl. What? Let's let's table let's table Bendis' story till the the end of this review. Okay, we're going to put it up on the shelf. Yeah, because. Um, he, that's clearly going to be the thing that launches everything else. I, I have. And I, go ahead. I have three three things that I'm kind of bummed about. Okay, I'm let's start with those that that are missing from the book. A short story from John Byrne. Look at that beefy boy, Coipel. Coipel. Yeah. We'll yeah. get. Hang on, we'll get to that. That's a <laughs> highlight. Uh, <laughs> we're missing a story from John Byrne. Yep. Who v- contributed very significantly to the Man of Steel. Had a long run. Yes, Mark Wade, Birthright. I know you love it. I love it. I think Ian loves Kingdom it. Come. Johnny, at Kingdom Come, absolutely, and then uh, Grant Morrison. Mm. I almost would have preferred Grant Morrison. No female over. talent in this comic either. I'm talking. If there had been a female writer that had contributed to oh, Superman, I would have been all for it. How many writers of Superman have there been? Uh, quite a I few. can't think of any. That's the, the yeah. That's the problem. Whether it's the industry for not doing that or whatever, yeah. because it's not your fault. The '90s, the '80s, or the '70s, right? Okay, so. Yeah. First of all, one or of the, the 2010s. One of the things right. that uh, I loved was opening up the the book, and right away we get hit with Dan Jurgens. Like that took me yes. right back to to ten year old Jonathan. Yep. It was sad, man. I was like, was oh sad. my gosh, this is just like back in the day when I was going and picking up stuff. So um, great, uh, great tribute. Uh, the Metropolis is hosting Superman Day. Superman doesn't want to attend because it's not what he does it for. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like, hey, you know, like the Metropolis needs to needs to do this say thank you great short story my favorite short story though is probably the tomasi and gleason yeah. one because they take soups through every age it's the longest one in there i think, I think it, it is the longest one art story everything is fantastic out of it gleason kind of adapts his style to each age yeah we're talking golden age silver age yep um bronze, uh, bronze up to modern is this it 
Yeah, yeah it's all Gleason from yeah. that point on. Oh, okay. You would think that Superman would save the boy instead of stop the train and possibly kill people. In, on, I'm so in glad s- that you ripped that off the internet from somebody else. Because <laughs> I saw it, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. I didn't know it was in this Think college. of it this way, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. What would you want a linebacker tackling you out of the way? Yeah, or would you want him to speed. stop what was coming towards you? You know what? You're right. That kid would be cut in half. Exactly. <laughs> or he'd be Gwen Stacy. <laughs> going. Oh, uh, jeez. Go, going back to the Dan Jurgen story. What I love is everybody that talks about their testimony of being saved represents like one part of society. Like I think that lady's supposed to be a politician. She's yep. a mayor or something. Like yep. And then you get uh, the fireman. You know what I mean? Public servant. That's great. You know what I mean? And then you get, um, where's the other one? I mean, you, you get pretty much the criminal that's been the criminal. There we go. That's been rehabilitated because a Superman's supposed to represent the best of humanity. And especially where he's often, teaching right? to his son in that spot where he's right. just like, this is why you're going to hear him talk. Just listen, you know? So it was right. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought Superman. that was great, man, man. The Patrick Gleason one is really good. Yeah, it yeah. is. You know what I mean? I we love, get, there's so many, like I said, I love how he adapts his style to each yeah. of the different ages. Yep. When he gets to the nineties <laughs> and we have the, the freaking old school Superboy. Yes. Yep. And the grizzled like black suit, dude, that just made my heart like oh, yeah. happy. You got like uh eighties Frank Miller. Yep. Yep. Oh my God. And then the kingdom comes Superman fighting Magog. Yep. All the way up to modern. I'm pretty sure you get a you get a Darwin Cook one as well. Yeah. From New Frontier. Freaking, this splash right here. Oh yeah. It's, it's a good one. Freaking love so it. Nice. Freaking love it. Yep. Um, what so, I liked about Tomasi's at the end was uh, <laughs> he said at the end of every single one of these I ended up with my family. You know. Yep. So that yeah. Was I like really this cool. one a lot. The, yep. uh, the 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 Gulliver's Travels right. basically. <laughs> There's yeah. reference. Dark Knight Returns. Yep. And then uh, I'm pretty sure that's John Byrne. That's supposed to be John Byrne because I oh, think yeah. he made the character of um, uh, Banshee. Banshee. Uh, What's her name? Isn't it? Um, Banshee. Oh, Banshee is an X Men. What's her? Her name's Banshee something. I think it's something Banshee related. No. Uh-huh. Silver, not siren. Silver. Um, I think it's like white, white something, white ghoul or something like no, that. No, stop it! You're screwing this up. You're <laughs> no, making no. me forget it. How dare you do this? And boy. then Dan Jurgens rep- representing himself, right? Or not? Sorry, uh, pa- um, Pat P- P- Peter Tomase representing Dan Jurgens. Pat Gleason. Or sorry, Pat, because he did the art. But I'm talking. Well, he wrote. I, yeah. So he told. Yeah. And then, do you think that's to the cartoon or the movie? That's, uh, this is to the movie for sure. Right. That, I think, is to the cartoon. Cartoon, yeah. He kind of blended two things there. Yep. Um, So, yeah, but I, probably my favorite story out of this, my second favorite story is probably the Jeff Johns with Olivier Coipel. Yes. The car? The car. The car. Um, Because they went straight, what is it, 30s, 30s and 40s right there. Yep. Uh, looking Richard where, Donner. Yeah, Richard uh, Donner kind of also worked on it. But story, I would love to see Koi Pell on a Superman book. I know he's doing the Magicians right now with Miller or whatever that's coming out. But man, the I Magicians? Would love to. Is it the Magicians? Is that or is it the Magic Order? What right, right. It's some, oh, oh, the, the, the families, the, the, the Magic Mar- families. The it's Mar- some, it's supposed it, to be yeah, like Mark Miller. Mark Miller. Oh, right. Yeah, like he's got a story Ma- with Mark Miller. Mafia the, mixed the, with like <laughs> Game of Thrones type the, of thing. The, the thing that got sold to Netflix before the magics. first issue came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. that thing. Uh, but man, I just dude, this the way he's got Soups' expression it's up here so is just good. great. Yep. Um, so I I think I really like that one. The other one that I really liked. 
uh, sorry, I keep forgetting about all the other ones that no, are there's in there. There's a bunch. They're all really The Clay good. Man and Tom King one. King, that's yeah, a great Tom one. Tom King is great. Clay yeah. Man, I keep forgetting what a beast he is. Yeah, that's really... I, w- I had such seen a, a lot of beast. his stuff. What else has he done? Uh, he's you done know? a lot of the... Uh, he's done a couple of stories on Batman with Tom King. Okay. Right. Yeah, he's he's done, like, uh, issues here and there. I don't think any... He like, did a couple full... Trinity issues. Okay. Right, yeah. Yeah, he's filled Clay in. Man's he, awesome. He, Tom King's just makes you want to cry. He, he does. You know what I mean? Flat, I it's mean, like flat four out. pages, four or five and pages. They, they reference this in uh, one of the previous short stories. I think yep. it was Snyder's. Wasn't Snyder uh, the one where um, him and uh, Lex are at the, uh, the uh, observatory yeah. and he goes one day uh, when the sun absorbs us in or something like that? Yep. Because him and Snyder are really good friends. I thought that was cool. I like this panel right here because that looks like Christopher Reeves. Yes. The, and the silhouette. Uh, I, I do like. Mouth. Yes. And and I who, who pretty much looks is, like Christopher Reeves, yeah. but like a modern Christopher Reeves. Is uh, Clay Man a digital artist? I swear this is all digital. It looks like digital. the lines are be. so freaking clean. I you know he might be. Well, I think he is. This does look a heck of a lot like Christopher. You're talking about this right here, right? Blake. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, that's straight yeah. up. That's gotta be Christopher. There's Reeves. there's a bunch of nods yeah. like that in here. Also, I did like Albuquerque's and. Um, that one was good. Yeah. The, but yeah. This one hit me. The the ones that I'm no, referencing no, yeah. are the ones that I, definitely I hit you. me on certain levels of just like, oh, yeah. S- Snyder's did surprise me because when I was like, you know, Snyder's Superman Unchained was cool and all. I mean, it, it wasn't it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like, you know what I mean, great. Like, it was good. Um, but this little, I don't know, I the interplay it. between him and uh, Lex, I, I, I that was good. Snyder's really good at doing relationships. All right. So let's go ahead and talk about. The Bendis. Bendis and the best part okay. of the book. The okay, Bendis. we'll get to that. <laughs> so let me let me start off with art. Great, Jimmy. Wow, you didn't even reference Brad Meltzer's in the business. Most Brad Meltzer's was good, but oh. it didn't hit me the way the other ones. Did. Okay, I really like it the pinup cool. from Jorge Jimenez. I was about to say that. That's cool. a great yeah. pinup. Yeah. He's like, hey, Sitting sexy. In the clouds and just, yeah. <laughs> say, hey, I'm Superman. How are you? Yeah, I heard you were talking about. That's very. You know what this reminds me of is. Uh, 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 oh my god, I can't believe I forgot his name. The one you said should have done a story in here. Mark Wade? Not Mark, Mark Wade. Uh, Grant Morrison? Grant Morrison. Uh, yeah. uh, All-Star Superman. Oh yeah. It's yep. the same vibe that All-Star Superman has when he's just kind of chilling and he's in the clouds. He's Superman. He doesn't hey guys, have any... let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to see how much I can lift? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Easy, bud. Hey, Lois. Uh, yeah, that's hey, a, that's Lois. Paul, um, Paul Dini's was sweet, too, his little short story. I like, I like this book. It's a great little anthology. Yeah. yeah. Um... Bendis's is really the one that is kind of like setting up stuff because it's the only one that says to be continued. Yeah. Man of Steel, right? In Man of yeah. Steel. To be re- excuse me, to be revealed. Are you going to spoil oh. the last page? Um, what it says on there? Probably Bendis is here's okay. So pros and cons with with this whole thing. Oh. Because throughout <laughs> Bendis's story, Superman just gets worked it's, by this new villain. That's how it rolls. Um and this is this is one of the things that me me and Roger were talking a little bit. One of the strengths of Pat Gleason and Peter Tomasi's run was they didn't feel the need to amp up some physical villain because that's already been done several times. Snyder did it with Wraith in Superman on Jane. Is that his yeah. name? Yeah. God. Wraith, yeah. Um who what was the other one I was thinking of where they they did like a big bad Oh, we had Doomsday way back in the nineties where he, he yeah. came in and he, you know, killed the Man of Steel, all that stuff. That's kind of been done. And Bendis is kind of retreading some things that have been done. What made Gleason and Tomasi's run so great was they they focused more on the heart and the man. And man. They, they made 
the the family kind of like an important thing. So like when you bring in like the Eradicator, yeah, he's a physically threatening villain, but it's not like, oh my God, he's a world killer like Doomsday or, you know, whoever, or uh, Mongol or something like that. Brainiac. Or Brainiac. What made Eradicator, that first opening story arc so scary was he was trying to kill John for being like an impure Kryptonian lineage. And so from from the aspect of being a father, that's what made that scary. That's where you felt the most... um, I guess pressure, like, oh my God, he's got to save his kid. He's got to protect Lois and all this stuff while, you know, John's learning to use his powers and all that. And it really focused on the heart. This just kind of reverted right back to, okay, we've seen that. Big, bad, physically threatening villain. Because it seems Bendis' angle with this new villain is Krypton wasn't uh, destroyed from natural causes. This new big bad villain apparently was so pissed off at Jor-El that he came and destroyed Krypton. And he's so, trying to destroy, and now destroy he, the line. And now he's still yeah. pissed off and he's going to try to take it out on Clark. Well, he did say he was going to shake up some things with the origins. Well, and look. It is just set up too, though. It yeah. is set up, but at the same time, Bendis swaggered into DC and had this pitch of all pitches that was like, we're going to give you both Superman books because of this. Hey, man, Jim Lee's on board. And I was like, Jim Lee will be on board for like two issues, and then be like, "Sorry, I gotta go do other stuff." <laughs> what are you talking about? One and a half. Hey, but a, you think he'll just Jim midway? Lee, it, oh, has, has he not done that before? Uh, yes, he has. But the Jim Lee Jeff John seal of approval means a lot. We'll see, man. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I think in the I, industry, I a like, lot of people are are nice to each other like that. You know what I mean? I so like. You're not gonna come out and be like, "Don't touch my book." Like well, Jeff Johns <laughs> is gonna no. be like, "Don't like, touch he, Superman." He would have given him a different book if he didn't have a good pitch. Mm. Yeah, I liked uh, Bendis's story uh, probably more than uh, Jonathan. Well, definitely more than Jonathan. <laughs> um, probably more than Blake. Um, you know, but why do you say that? Uh, because like with retconning stuff, like I don't mm-hmm. really care mm-hmm. but I, I feel if it was something you cared about probably then you would yeah care. yeah probably but the, the the thing about it is um i do agree it has to have like some sort of meaning or reason for retconning you can't just well yeah you can't just do it to what is this do character's it. name um does he not scream uh, it out taser face <laughs> taser <laughs> face that's what it looks like though. yeah well. keep uh, that, talking sorry that's what i'm anyway to... yeah um no, I mean, I thought it was okay. It felt like uh, Scott Snyder's first Superman Unchained book. That was a good uh, series. Eh, yeah. I'm going to reread it, but I, I just remember going like, yeah, that was cool, but yeah, I wasn't was, like, that blew that was me okay. away. No. Yeah, it what didn't I, blow me away. It definitely, I'm curious. It Look, and here's the thing. It's not terrible. Right. But with the amount of hype that DC's putting behind this, with hype. Bendis is coming, like with every it's ad. It's a warning. The, the, it's the a hype. warning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not the uh, hype is because it's... You know, it's like Mickey Mouse leaving and working at freaking, uh, yeah. uh, whatever. You know, yeah. it's it's I, Marvel's guy. I, it's it's like it's John like, Byrne. Hey, you want to take it back DC. to wrestling? I am Rogal Ro, Rogal Czar. It's when Hulk Hogan showed up at WCW. That's <laughs> crazy. That is wild. That Represent is exactly what's going on right here. And go. Hulk Hogan was never a great wrestler. No, yeah, you're right. He has some good matches, just like Bendis has some good comics. He never laid. He's down a good for showman. Anybody. That's yeah. the thing. He was never, a good showman, but he was never the God, best wrestler. You know what, no, yeah. Ian? That is a perfect like analogy. Like, yeah, you but, know, he thought he was the best, but 
Probably not. You know, having yeah. said, you know, our worries about Bendis, I am excited to see what he does yes, with absolutely. like Supergirl. I, I'm excited Just to see in what the he does. Clip that she that she's in here, right. because we all know cool. if Bendis can handle a character, it's like strong female characters. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jessica Jones. <laughs> Um, Jessica he make Jones and look, that's and Jessica Jones. And Jessica that's fine. Jones. That's fine. But the book is Superman. Yeah. 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 I don't care about the yeah, ancillary, like the the they family put characters. Him on Supergirl. They should have put him on Supergirl. Something like that. God you know? knows that that book needs it. Or the question. Well, I was, when I used to read Superman, like you know, when we're talking about just how some of this took us back when I was reading him in the '90s and whatnot. Um, there's a lot of cool action and cool fights, these big battle scenes. Yeah. And I fell off of Superman because of that. After a while, it was too much. And then recently I've reread him with the with the family aspect, with Super Sons and with, you know, uh, the Superman run. That and they still did. have the action. Yeah, exactly. Is it huge, world-killing, scary action? No, not for the most part. It doesn't need to be, but sometimes it's good. So let's yeah. see. If you throw a little bit in here, if you do it the right way, it could come off to be a very cool story with great artwork, but... I hope it doesn't. He is like, getting a who's who of artists. Yeah. 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 And then the thing about, like, you can't put Bendis on Supergirl. You put him on your biggest book because that's His name one, that's your biggest name. Because yeah. of publicity and they want to make money. That's fine. Right, I don't exactly. Know. Bendis was on Jessica Jones and that's not that's the true. biggest book. Yeah. yeah. Right, but it's a great cre- book. And it's not, book it, but the thing is, is Defenders wasn't the best book either. It was but, a great yeah. book. It was a great book, true, but Superman was already a great book right. without yeah. but the, Bendis. But the thing is, yeah. Bendis is a bigger name than Tomasi is. And but I know it, that it shouldn't be about the name. Right. It should be about the quality right. of the story. No, I know. Well, I, know. I would hope but that's that's that DC's that's right. DC's like uh, thing. Like they want to sell comics. What is going to sell comics? Brian Michael Bendis. I wouldn't just Superman say that that's DC's thing. That's I just think a comic you're right. thing. That, that's just Marvel. Bud. That's a business thing. No, that's a business. Marvel. Thing. Okay, first off, Marvel doesn't care about their writers. They don't care about their artists. All they care about is money. You know why? Because Disney owns them. Because they're making money off the movies, so when it comes to the comics, they don't care, dude. Oh, and but you got to remember that Marvel started DC sucking comics before Disney ever. Is, is such an oh, indie, okay. not not own, being true, owned by true. Warner love, Brothers or anything but like that. The, dude, they're biz- they're businesses. They're gonna make money. Yeah. They're they're they. That's all that they want, really. Time Warner is an amazing cable company. Stop and don't you dare <laughs> <say> <laughs> All right. No, anyway, so spectrum. point being is we don't get a whole lot out of this. We get Superman getting his freaking butt handed to him it's by a this tease, by right? Rogal Czar. Oh, I said his name. Yeah, near the end. I am Rogal Czar. Oh, okay, because there's a part where he asks and he goes, "Oh, you're just stalling." Yeah, and so. <sighs> I don't know. Like, I'm curious oh, yeah, to see what's going to be revealed in the Man of Steel miniseries that's coming out. Yeah. I think you might have but, to wait to get a good grip on it. For yeah, that, well, here's know. the thing. It's not like I'm not going to read it. It's oh, Superman. Of course. I'm going to pick it up for sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'll give anybody five issues. I've I, said I was, that I was liking. Weekly six. Sorry. Weekly six issues. Yeah, right. once a week. I, I was liking, you know, Superman and Action Comics, but I fell off because I was reading too much Marvel stuff, you know, that I wanted to keep uh, up on. The thing is. Brian Michael Bendis is writing action in Superman. I'm probably gonna pick those up. Yeah, I might even pick. I'm gonna pick him up because I want to see how how he does. Um, yeah, but I mean, I liked the backstory. It wasn't great, but I liked the uh, I liked the dialogue. I like with when the girl said like I think his (laughs) his shorts mean hope or something because they're clueless. It's funny Uh, that that, see a lot of that that didn't do for me because it was like I feel like he beat it to death. And I feel like there was no real description for why the trunks were back, especially when Gleason's design of but the modern version of that suit yeah. was so much better. Like, well, my, so, another thing, it, it it was funny that they that he said that. It was funny. I will give you that. But it yeah. threw me out of it because like 
Superman just got thrown through a building, and, and they're worried about why he's wearing his underwear on trunks the outside. or something like yeah. that. How many pages was his story? Chicks, man. Six, no. seven. <laughs> Jesus, Ian. <laughs> his was. This was like what five, six pages. Let me wipe that. Ten. Off here. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, yeah. six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Ten page. I think twelve. It's ten pages. No, it's not too bad. Something like that. Because I think they, I think they setup. advertised the ten page story yeah. by Bendis. I'm bummed that like Jeff Johns only got six pages, man. They yeah. didn't get Jeff the same Jones, amount of pages. Jeff Johns is a very busy man. I know, but yeah. like squeeze out those four. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so, not saying it's bad. Not saying it's great. Just saying it is what it is. So uh, I'd be curious to see what what any of you guys think of it. Does it bring your rating? Overall, down? no, no. So everything book, else yeah. is so good in it that it it doesn't really affect anything. Because yeah. you said it was his, his story's still good. It just wasn't. Uh, yeah, what you it just it, it, it like, made it, me it made me like think like what else did you say about this story that made them go like oh my god right we right. have to give you both books I think I think really he just said hey. I'm Brian Michael Bendis. Well, I think really too, <laughs> That's what I'm worried about. Past Man of Steel, we're really going to have to wait until the number one to see what's actually going on. Yeah, I guess. Know? I know everything is going to spawn from Man of Steel, though. Yeah, but so. the Man of Steel is going to be all set up. I think like in most an- anthologies, there's some good stuff and then there's some like not so good stuff. For the most part, there's yeah. nothing that's bad out of this right. at all. But so. you're missing the point. What? DC's not only getting Bendis, but they're getting Skinny Bendis. <laughs> oh, skinny dang. Skinny Bendis is the Less best weight, Bendis. would be lighter. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and he wears leather jackets now because he's just, like 54. Uh, I'm just waiting for, for the, him to bring some of his buddies from uh, Marvel's art department. Hey, you have David Mack doing covers. You think he'll yeah. bring uh, Bagley? Bagley or Marquez? Oh, is I it Bagley? I don't it's want not him. Bagley? <laughs> no. Oh. Why? I know Pacelli or Pacelli. Bagley or doesn't know how to draw hair. Like, cool. Marquez got confirmed for Avengers yeah. rotation. God, that's a bummer. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's rate it. No, Wait, hold my hand. <laughs> one, two, three. Wait, five, hold my hand. One, two, three. Five. 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 Are you giving it a five? Or are you going to go 4.5? Uh, I'm actually going to go. No, I'm kidding. It's a five. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's a great um, fantastic. Five, uh, yeah, it's 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 a great celebration of Superman. It yep, is. 80 absolutely. years. So, who's, okay, who's your favorite? What was your favorite? Uh,. What what was the last story called? The Truth? Brian Michael Bam. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> so Bendis no. was your favorite one? No, no, no. It's never ending battle, dude. Okay. What was your favorite is one, Dan? Gleason? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Gleason and Tomasi. Yeah. Followed Dan by Jurgens. the car. Dan uh, Jurgens, I think. And Dan Jurgens. That hit me in the nostalgia. Yeah, me right. too. Just the end, how it, it's, it was so cheesy, campy, smiley. Yeah. I loved it. For, for me, it's like the Tomasi or the Tom King one. Oh, Tom God. King was Tom good. King was so good, too. I'm going to go with Tom King. Just because, like, you love Tom. Tomasi. You like Tom too. I do. I'm not saying I don't, but Tom is like your boy. Well, it right would probably now. be between Tom and um, because they're like celebrating like all the years of Superman. I would have to say uh, Peter Tomase's was really good yeah. too, solid. But what made me almost roll a tear? Tom's. Tom's yeah. did. What? And okay. then a runner-up would be so, Scott's. All right. What would you guys rather have reviewed in place of what? Um. Everything was good. I would have definitely. Uh, I'd rather maybe would have gone with Power Rangers instead of Black, Black Hammer. Yeah, same. Uh, I didn't read much, he but out, huh? l- uh, like like I was talking about before, I read this graphic novel, The Prince and the Dressmaker, uh, which is a great story about you know um, little kid, uh, a prince being accepted for what he is. And what is he? Um, nothing. It's just a, a regular boy that likes to wear dresses. Mr. Okay. Miracle did yeah. come out this week. Okay. Mr. Miracle, Superman 45, 
Yeah. It was a uh, Batman 45. It was an end loaded week for DC, and I haven't had a chance yeah. to read any of them. And I wish I'm I would have read Batman 45. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get to read it, so I mean, I can't say if it's good or not. Right. Yeah. Right oh, and I also missed in the news Prince and the Dressmaker got option for a movie. So. And yeah. Okay. Class. Wait, is it literally about a prince that just wears dresses? You weren't joking? Uh, I'm, no, I'm not joking. I'm oh, being 100 okay. percent serious. Okay. I, thought yeah. you were, I thought you were messing with me. No, you no, no. It's actually. It. <laughs> I thought you were like, yeah, and you know, he likes no, dresses no, no, no. and he it's, smiled. And I was like, uh, is he joking with me right now? Is the story is written and drawn by uh, Jen Wang. Okay. And she made me, you know, love. Um, Love the book. It I, I love the book, and you know it made me happy and also tear up. It's just a great read. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it was nominated for Eisner's. Is it is it kid friendly? Uh, yeah. Because I, I do have a goddaughter, and I couldn't pick her up. How old is she? She's uh, six. Um, maybe wait until like ten. Got it. Okay. What's next? Oh yeah, what is next, Ian? Or wait, am I skipping? Ahead? No, uh, <laughs> highlights. We don't have anything official printed uh, out, but Matt, what what big books are coming out next week? Uh, real we quick. Power Rangers this is not one. confirmed for like reviews. These oh. are just like big stuff that's coming out. I don't know what we're reviewing because I don't know what yeah, Rogers is getting. We don't have the list. So uh, Power Rangers Annual Number One from the new Shattered Grid. I believe it's going to be in there. They're trying to do an every week thing. Uh, Saga Fifty One. <laughs> Can I tell you, Cyanide and Happiness: A Guide to Parenting by Three Guys with No Kids is coming out <laughs> from Boom Studios. Excellent. Uh, I'd hey read Girl it. Number Three, Hunt for Wolverine Number One. I think we probably might do that one. Hunt for Wolverine. Oh uh, yeah, that's probably. And then uh, Mighty Thor. Um, might do Mighty Thor. And are you going to cry? Uh, is that the Valhalla you, one where Gene yeah. goes, we're probably uh, doing that one? Yeah, we are. And then uh, DC was just like uh, Flash 45, which you said might be the end of Flash War. Yeah, Flash don't quote War? me on d- don't quote me on it, uh, but Did it start? Or yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. Are you sure Flash War started? They did the annual. It hasn't started yet. Oh, Flash started 40 yet. No, they Flash 45 fl- is Perfect Storm Part 6. Yeah, they haven't oh, done okay, it yet. Okay, sorry. My they, bad. Yeah. Um Flash 45, Detective Comics, Titans, Wonder Woman, Pretty much the normal stuff for DC, but Power Rangers Shattered Empire. Yeah, that's the main one, dude. We're probably gonna do that. We're probably gonna do Mighty Thor and uh, maybe Detective or something for. DC. Okay. But yeah, so that that's about the highlights. Okay. All right. Well, Ian, tell us why you're here. Why am I here? Why are you here? I think I'm here. Why are any of us here? For you know, honestly. I don't know if Action Comics might outshine this a little bit, Can not in my eyes, but it's close. This? No, we do trivia at the end. Trivia's at the end. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, right. he's doing his pitch. Let me Sorry. do it. Sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch away. So we've got a very uh, special book close to my heart that we're gonna be reviewing here. It's the Infinity Gauntlet. Collects Infinity Gauntlet one through six. Uh, I guess the best way to pitch this is. Sorry if I'm going to come off a little sexist again. Is You can never actually please a woman. Uh, they're never satisfied. And don't don't lose all your power. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. All right. So basically. <laughs> wow. Well, Thanos uh, got himself in trouble here. So basically, the Mad Titan has. Um, he was resurrected by death. To Death sees that there's a huge imbalance in the universe. That there's more people living now than have ever lived, that have ever died. So the, 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 the answer to that, that problem is, <laughs> let's, let's get a crazy mad titan that's just going to annihilate let's, the universe. Yeah, isn't, yeah, let's just uh, kill half the population so she brings him back to life. And uh, he looks into the infinity pool and he learns the power of the gems, where they are. And he ha- the soul he, gems. The soul gems, which are later renamed, or previously 
he renames him to the Infinity Gems. Right. Uh, and he has a plan to go after him and become all-powerful. And he basically tells Death that he's going to do this in order to, he gets her permission to do that in order to hasten her. up, to, to make the work go faster that he promised to do for her. Um, so you have Silver Surfer uh, basically trying to stop him. He's not going to be able to do it alone. He has to go and warn all the heroes of Earth. Um, very cool stories. That what, what I really like about this is this was the very first full Marvel Universe book I ever read. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. So special. It was, it was super Ian? cool. This was the first comic I've ever read. Yeah, so it was probably like the Connection. fifth thing I ever read. Yeah, so the first thing I ever I got, like it. I said, I got a free Spider-Man comic at a grocery store. Read it, loved it. Then I went to a B. Dalton or Read More or something back <laughs> in the day, right? That's how I know that's an old story. Exactly. Dude, the, right when it was which coming one? out. B. B. Dalton, B. Dalton you know Read More. About that. Which Come boy? on. Is that what, what's, which boy? No, we're, we're not doing that <laughs> joke again. And so anyway, I, I saw this book called Silver Surfer and it had a little thing in the top right corner that said an Infinity Gauntlet crossover and I was like well what's that mm-hmm. I think Infinity Gauntlet 4 was out so I bought that one had to go back by the rest and I was like that was it I was hooked and so now we have a movie coming out which is definitely going to be a different spin on things but the idea rumors is the same Silver Surfer might be in it. There's, there's rumors because of the Fox purchase but there's also deals that have been going on obviously because we have uh Captain Marvel gonna be fighting scrolls. Yep. Where's Adam, so. Adam Warlock? Where's Adam Warlock? Adam Warlock has been teased. Silver Surfer yep. at the, the credits. On yeah. One of the no man. I'm, Don't tell me no spoilers, bro. Come on. It's not confirmed. I'm Good. I'm, I'm 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 telling you, man. Nick Fury's a scroll. Secret Invasion. <laughs> Nick Fury's not even gonna be in it. You know that, right? Mm. Yeah. He's in Captain Marvel, which is the scree crawl. All right, Cree Scroll War. Anyway, War. Yeah. <laughs> so hard to say. Anyway, so, yeah. absolutely love this book. I thought it was pace well, it's drawn well. Oh yeah, by the way, it's uh, it's the infamous, not infamous, the famous legendary classic Jim Starlin is writing, and then we have George Perez and Ron Lim on art. All amazing, Starlin. It's not the it, you know, it's the classicness of his writing that that I absolutely love. One letter away from having the same last name, and we could say that we're related. And always Bob's <laughs> right. Starling. Um, That's right. So yeah, this was the first comic I ever. You could always just drop the G. <laughs> I'm not changing it. I was here. Well, he was here before me. <laughs> you lost that battle. Go ahead, Johnny. Yeah, this was the first comic I ever uh, read uh, after I went to go see Avengers back in 2012, and after that, I just like fell in love with comics because mm-hmm. this book was was great. It was amazing. I I had no idea who these characters were. Yeah, it's fun. It's a blockbuster. Right, but mm-hmm. it it was. Super fun. Um, I'm kind of disappointed they didn't include Thanos Quest 1 and 2, like how he acquired the yeah. gems. You have read Thanos Quest. I've almost read all, all of Jim Stalin's okay. stuff. I, yeah. I, I, lo- I really liked Thanos Quest, and yeah. I'm glad that I read it before I read. Yeah, because you got to see where he gets the gems, how he gets them. Yeah, one of, uh, like, I love that Starlin writes like he's kind of in, like, this drama you know, it's almost like, Shakespearean, so right? Yeah, right. Yeah, like right. Mephisto's, like there's only one word that can that uh, can be described, um, you know, for you, and yep. then it's just God. Yeah. And I love the dramatic um, writing uh, style that uh, Jim Starlin has for mm-hmm. uh, specifically Thanos. He's just great at cosmic events, mm-hmm. man. I mean, he did Cosmic Odyssey over at DC. Mm-hmm. You know, he's had, he's had a, a good history of cosmic events. He yeah. Knows, um, you know, Crisis on Infinite Earth, I think. It, right? Oh no, no, no! That's the art was that uh, was uh, George um, uh, George Perez and Marv Wolfman. That's right. Yeah, no, it's yeah. definitely very dated. It's um, mm-hmm. yeah, 
a, a lot of uh, a lot of dialogue. But you it's know? it's a classic feel. It came out what tail end of the eighties, nine I think nineteen ninety one. Yeah, it's definitely a nineties slash eighties book. But I love the art yeah. in it. It's just uh, I do not like the the recoloring for the trades and the digital collection. Oh, I that's like, gonna happen though. Yeah, I know. It doesn't uh, hold up. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's just a bunch of fun. Uh, spe- specifically when you know all the heroes and the Eternals and everybody's just attacking Thanos and right. they can't do anything. It's definitely a game of chess that yeah. Adam Warlock's playing. He sends in pawns who are yeah. Hulk, Wolverine, <laughs> uh, Fire Lord, all these incredibly powerful heroes, and they have the pawns oh, in the story. Well, I think you said it right in the beginning when you said Silver Surfer needs help fighting this guy. I mean, Silver Surfer is a bamf, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah. <laughs> to begin with. and sur- Yeah, Surfer and Thanos have battled, but when Thanos was resurrected, uh, Death actually gave him a... Way more power, a stronger body. So right. yeah, he was like invulnerability, super strength, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I assume like one of your favorite like sequences is the Captain America, like when he goes up to Thanos. So everybody's right? dead. Like you see, like they popped either Iron Man's head Open off or has has the mask. Um, it's basic. Yeah, it's it's just an amazing part where Cap. I, I mean Hulk. He shrunk Hulk. <laughs> Hulk took off. He put just, Cyclops' head in a glass in a gla- and like, suffocated him. He turned Thor into glass. Yeah, I think like Lego bricks or something like that. No, that, that was uh, uh, that was Nova, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he ripped Vision's uh, wires out. Like he made right. Wolverine's bones into rubber. Into rubber. Or yeah. Yeah. Adam adamantium into oh, rubber. When you have the reality gem, you can make whatever reality you want. You know? I right. mean, yeah. what he did to Nebula, that was just horrendous. No, th- this is one of this my is, favorite yeah. things in comics, so, and I hope we get it in Infinity War. Because I, th- I think, I think yeah. we'll get something similar. I think we'll get something. I think similar. we'll get something. So everyone, everyone's just laid out. It just says echoes, right? And Cap gets up. It's not over till the fat lady sings, right? <laughs> and he's like, "Surely you jest." And then you just see these panels of Cap just walking up to him, right? Slowly, just slowly, just walks up, looks him square in the face. As long as one man stands against you, Thanos, you'll never be able to claim victory. Yeah. Uh, and then Thanos just like, psh, beep, no, you yeah, know, Thanos, like, Thanos swings him and he dodges and he's realized, okay, and he traps his feet and then just boom, shatters the shield in one right. shot. Like it's right? glass. Yeah. yeah. Vibranium like glass. Just it aside and breaks it. Yeah. It's. How do they stop him? How do they stop him? Well, uh, spoilers. Well, one of his, uh, <laughs> one of his evil deeds. 25 years later, spoiler, right? One of his evil deeds comes back to bite him. Yeah. Yeah. So basically there's a, uh, there's a family reunion going on. He's uh, has his who claims to be his granddaughter Nebula, who right. he tried to kill in a previous issue, uh, and she's basically this torched remains that he has between life it's like and this death. Corpse type of thing, like a yeah, ghoul. it's like a like a yeah, zombie type thing, right? Um, and so when he finally kind of reaches this godhood, he leaves his body and doesn't even think about the gauntlets on the body, right? So Nebula, um, the soldier. Is that how he does it? So he t- he killed he fought eternity, yeah, and he beat eternity using Which the f- yeah comics exactly <laughs> yeah. Well, he controls everything, yeah. and he, so he, does he. Basically, eternity. is God. Yeah. yeah, so basically, he becomes God. But the only reason that the heroes uh, can actually like fight with him is because Thanos uh, was so not. cocky. Yeah. And he wanted to prove it to death. He's like, I'm just not gonna be like completely omnipotent. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, lower it a little. So bit. Mephisto, right. yeah, Mephisto basically is in his ear, right? And I don't know if they'll throw Mephisto in the movie, but maybe it'll be a Loki oh, type man. character. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. 
Yeah, we'll see what they do. But but <laughs> if they're basically gonna throw he whispers, actual devil inside Marvel movies. They might. Well, but well, Mephisto yeah. is the yeah. Marvel's universe's version of the, the devil, right? right. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. that's also a Sony property. That's what? true because he's, he's they own Mephisto. No, yeah, he's fantastic. It's oh, Fox. Fantastic Fox. Yeah. Well, well, that was. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll like see. I said, we'll see what happens. But so basically. He's trying to impress Death this whole time, and Death is just not having it. Even after he finally comes through with what he said and snaps his finger and kills half of the universe, Death's still not satisfied. Uh, and so, you know, he basically is is trying and trying. And so Mephisto whispers, hey, she, women like bravery. Fight these guys. And he goes, okay, I'm going to lower myself down so that I can show how brave and how tough <laughs> I am to impress Death. Uh, and so all the plan is working and, and you know Mephisto he wants the gauntlet mm. so he's gonna play him so that he can try to capture the gauntlet when the time's right uh, and so it ends up he, they're all pretty surprised um, uh, Eros uh, Thanos' brother is like narrating one of the issues Star and, Fox yeah Star Fox yeah <laughs> uh, yeah and they can't they can't use that name anymore uh, so anyway he's He's surprised. Why is Mephisto helping? Well, that's why Mephisto, Mephisto has his own plan to try to get the glove, which he did in one of the previous issues as well. Was it in Thanos Quest he took it? Or was it one of the Surfer comics? He actually got it for a minute and then yeah, I don't, handle it. I don't yeah. remember. Um, no, what I, what I love about this book is that it, it, you just get the idea that Thanos is just toying with them. It's just like, yeah, this isn't going to happen. This this is just me right now. I'm gonna show off my skills, and you know, in the back of your head, you're thinking like, what is gonna happen? What's gonna happen? That's like, how I feel about the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it just feels like a total overkill that what Thanos is doing in this book. It's just like wrecking havoc and just wreaking havoc. Yeah, wreaking, wreaking yeah. havoc. Yeah. Um, I always get that wrong. I mean, you, he could be wrecking havoc. A X Men. <laughs> I don't. I think he havoc, would if he would have met him. Right. Yeah. No, I think havoc was one of the ones that, ones that died. Just probably disappeared. disappeared yeah. <laughs> so I didn't get a chance to read this. Hence why I haven't commented on anything. So I was just letting you guys nerd out. Mm, yeah, guys. you've got to read it. Classic, I, just Jim Starlin. Yeah. And, and and what's really good about it too? So, uh, did you read the Cosmic Cube story? Uh, Captain Marvel and the Cosmic Cube. When Thanos has the Cosmic Cube. Oh, that that wasn't in this trade. No, right? no, no, no. Oh, That's, yeah, yeah, that, that was, was years, that years was, that was before. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's basically a precursor to this. It's the same yeah. type of thing. Thanos gets the cosmic cube, which is almost like you get a wish type of thing. He becomes the universe yeah. and leaves his body. So he repeated the same mistake, but they kind of call that out in here. Adam Warlock has was in the Soul Gem, saw into his soul, saw into his mind, and knows what his weaknesses was. That's how he was able to kind of devise yeah. this plan. For those uh, for those people that want to read up on like Thanos and stuff, and are reading because like a lot of people are actually picking up Infinity War. Uh, wrong book. That's, wrong no, book. That's part three, right? Two. Part two. Well, yeah, it's, Thanos it's, Quest, Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity then War. Then Infinity War, then and Infinity then Crusade. Crusade, yeah. right? Infinity War is not that great. It's okay. <laughs> There's a couple trilogy. cool things that come out of that, right. like doppelgangers but, like, and stuff. No, but you, yeah, you, you it's read, not great. For those that want to read, uh, what probably Avengers three is going to be about. You know, it's Thanos Quest almost. Like it's it's going to be a smash Man. and grab and and yeah, it's going to be really good. I'm excited for it. I have only watched like 30 seconds of one of the trailers because I'm <laughs> trying to avoid all spoilers. Blackout, man. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, I'm like barely on any social media because I'm just I want Week to away. be surprised. I want to nerd away. out. Yeah. Less than a week now because yeah. I got we got Thursday night tickets. So less than a week. Thursday. I'm yeah. not going to spoil anything. Caps in the movie for 50 minutes. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> what what would you what you think? I, I like Jim Starlin. Yeah. I, I'm going to explain something earlier. My my rage towards Marvel. 
Um, I read recently in an interview, I think Jim Starlin did it with Sci-Fi Wire. Oh, the dude hates Marvel. Well, because they, they gave him the shaft. Like one yeah. of their, you read something like this and you're like, Jim Starlin's But it's amazing. weird because like he just came out with a graphic novel, The Infinity Siblings, like two weeks well, he ago. Was, it's still coming out, but the, the problem is he was writing a Thanos story too, a character that he created. And um, it had a similar plot line to the one that Danny, uh, Donny, Co- Danny, Donny, Donny, Cates. Donny Cates. I can never say his name uh, right. Yeah. Um, Thanos wins. Which nothing against uh, Donny Cates. Did I say it wrong? Nope. No. Okay. Right. He said nothing against him or anything, but it, it, it was the editorial staff that he had problems with. And it just sucks that one of their like greatest writers that they've had like for the longest time kind of gave him the shaft and said they weren't going to do anything about it. So he's not working with them anymore. Maybe we'll see him do something at DC, you know? But you read something like this and you realize, like, how great of a writer, like, Jim Starlin was or probably still is. I haven't read anything of his stuff recently, but what was – has he written anything recently? I, I just said he came out yeah, with the, the uh, two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. sorry. Uh, actually, yeah, Infinity. two weeks ago, it, Infinity Siblings. So is it, like, a Thanos-oriented yeah. story? He's been okay. doing, I think he's that's been, the one. For the past two years, he's been doing, like – the infinity finale, the infinity, you know, like right. I think four or five of them. Kind of like closing his story. Right. But, okay. But no, he's been doing like, uh, I forget what the books are called, Original but they all start, novels. right. Th- they're uh, OGNs. Right. They all start with infinity. Yeah. And the most recent one uh, was infinity siblings. Okay. Um, but yeah. So what would you guys rate this graphic novel? Um, this It's a five for me. Right. I mean. So like five. as, yeah, uh, as a comic, you know, craft, uh, there's a lot wrong with it, but that doesn't mean I didn't love it. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. So that's a five. That's how I. That's how I am. It's not perfect, but as far as Marvel universe books go, and yeah. uh, So a lot yeah. of the tie-ins are horrible. <laughs> uh, they lot. are. They're, they're, yeah. But the the surfer tie-ins are great because Starlin was writing a lot of those with Ron Lim on okay. on art. So those ones are the ones that tie in the best. If you ever want to read the tie-ins, the Hulk tie-ins are okay. Uh, but the uh, Doctor Strange and don't and read the tie-ins. Just read this. <laughs> read the read the Surfer tie-ins. Okay. Yeah, Surfer tie-ins are definitely worth it. Anything that Starlin wrote. Yeah. Read. Yeah. I'm yeah. down. So I he, love Thanos he hopped Quest. off. Thanos Quest was great. Yeah. yeah. Thanos Quest that, was great. Definitely. Only you know? two issues, right? Uh, yeah, but yeah. they were oversized. I think they were like right. sixty a piece or yeah, something. Those, those like are, that. Yeah, those are those are huge. I I like what you said, Blake. Like it, he his writing style does feel Shakespearean. That's yeah. yeah, space opera, space. You know opera. what I mean? Yeah, very very cool for Marvel Cosmic. Like he made Marvel Cosmic great. Like uh, that's yes. That's my and, opinion. Uh, his Cosmic Odyssey in DC was cool too because he got to play Dark Side. Yeah, which I'm totally for. Um, so I, he's written I Thanos and Dark Side. That's yeah, pretty, that's he's, pretty cool. Like I said, the man knows how to do cosmic. Yeah. And George. I like that there's six issues and there's six gems. gems. Yeah, so my go. OCD is like, <laughs> like just so excited. Because I was reading, like, what it would you rate like, it for the love of God? I said five. Oh, like, did you? Two did. minutes right. ago. I didn't hear that. Learn yeah. to listen. Okay, bud. You need to learn to enunciate. Well, this is why we're not in a relationship. But anymore. you can't you can't <laughs> rate it six. There's six gems. If I could rate it six, I would rate it six <laughs> yeah. for six his gems. His OCD's like making his eye yeah. twitch right now. No, it was it was cool. That little vein in the top fun. of his head starting to like. Throb. It was like an old school blockbuster. Yeah, it's like rewatching Lethal the Weapon. Does it hold up today? No, but is it fun to watch? You bite your tongue. I like Lethal the Weapon. <laughs> better. No, but everyone else would rip it apart because Mel Gibson's in it. <laughs> That's the well, point I'm trying yeah. to make. That's his mullet was beautiful in that it was. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, it's, if you want a blockbuster. Johnny. Pick up Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, yeah, I read it uh, as a five, dude. Okay, just making sure. All right, yep. sweet. Let's move on. Cool. It's definitely dated. Uh, it still oh, holds up. It's trivia time. Ian trivia is going to handle trivia duties tonight. Trivia. 
I'm probably not gonna get any of these. Uh, so Roger asked me to do action oh. comics wow. trivia. Jonathan will be answering the duration of these questions. Yes. Maybe. I was gonna Maybe. throw a little bit of some Thanos in there too, there's, but there's I, a I'm thousand gonna... issues of action that I could get wrong. Throw guys. some ta- Thanos so I can get some right. Yeah. So there's gonna be some Superman. There's gonna be some action comics. We're gonna do a little bit of both. Well, let's run through them here. Okay. You can't answer this. Actually, y'all can answer it. Who created Superman? Oh, go ahead, guys. I'll give Joe you Joe Shyster. <laughs> Jerry Siegel, Joe Schuster. Okay, when? 1938. When did they actually create him? 1936. I believe. Oh, right, because he was like some. Because it was of it was a bad version. guy first, and yeah. then they tossed the story. The Superman. Yeah. 33 is what my sources said. Thir- yes, 33. That's, that's came correct. out in 38. Yeah, that's correct. First appearance. Action Comics number one. All right. This isn't even fair. All right. What issue did Superman and Lois first kiss? Oh. Ooh. Oh. The ongoing adventures of Lois and Clark with Dean Cain. <laughs> and Why stop. are you looking at Episode me like that? Episode two. No. Stop. stop. It's not, a, a very it's not Action show. Comics. It's Superman, right? Yeah. Yeah. What number? Superman. 42. Way lower. It happened early. 17. Three? Three. Oh, yeah. God. Nice. <laughs> that soon? All right. Superman has the Dude, best. Dude, he's Superman. He's faster than the speeding bullet. That's right. He doesn't waste time. <laughs> That's probably not a good thing. Wait, well, let's he, hope he's not. It was his super kiss that made people forget. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> the most ridiculous power. With my super kiss. Ian has that same power with Dude, his I pecs. loved like the golden age like <laughs> stuff. They just were like, oh, we have a problem that we need to solve. What superpower can we just make up and give him? I think that was just roofies. The the mini <laughs> Superman that would come out of his the hand? Super roofies. Stop. <laughs> yes. Was that, that was super your favorite, midgets. right? Yeah, that was mine. Yeah. <laughs> favorite pointless one? Uh, Superman has the best middle name in the world. What is it? Clark. <laughs> Superman, Superman Clark Kent. Or Clark has the best. Clark, Clark's middle okay. name. Joseph. Same Joseph. guy. Joseph. Best middle yeah. name ever. Hey, is it really Joseph? Is your yeah. middle name? My middle name. Yeah. That middle name. Over Did there. I really yeah. guess right? You got it right. Oh, you I got it know. right. Uh, you had to have read that in one of the you, books we did. Ian also Maybe. has the best birthday yeah. because Faybox said so. That's right. I'm pretty cool. There you go. So, who was Superman's first villain? First villain? His first villain. Maybe super villain. The crime syndicate. Okay, wait. Are you talking about in action, like number one, or are we talking about like in Superman? In Superman, I would imagine. It's not Lex Luthor. No. No, he he didn't come till later. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to say. Brian Michael Bendis. Wrong. (laughs) Hitler. (laughs) Pretty close, but no. Stalin. It was around that time. It was. Stalin. The ultra humanite. Yes. How is that close to Hitler? (laughs) It's a gorilla, right? It's around the same time. I wouldn't know. You might yeah, know more. Ultra Humanites the Gorilla. All right. It was basically, yeah, pretty sure. When did we first see the X-ray vision? This is an action comics question. X-ray vision? Yeah. What issue? <laughs> That's a tough one. I don't remember that one. Action 80. 11. 11. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. When did Superman first reveal, or Clark reveal his secret identity to Lois? What issue? Superman or action? Uh, action. S- Superman 3. He just said it was action. I don't action. know. Action Comics 27. Action 69, because I think that would have been. <laughs> <Hey>. Wow. <laughs> That's, was I close? What what action issue did he first reveal? 420. <laughs> did you just Google it? No, just, oh. Well, was I don't it? remember that one. 662. That's, yeah. That was close. It was 62? before they were going to get married. He, 662. Yeah. 662. They waited a while. Wow. All right. So I've got some kryptonite questions. We'll get to those in a second. But this one here. Uh, Jonathan's kryptonite. I got just two more. Uh, Well, kind of two more. 
Um, what issue did you got to su- save one of these for the listeners? By the way, yeah, I've got one for the listeners. Okay. A simple one because you guys have been doing some some easy easy ones. What issue did Superman renounce his U.S. citizenship? Oh God, that was from freaking <laughs> Red Sun. That was, no, that wasn't Red Sun. That was um, the dude that wrote BVS. It was um, what's his David S. Goyer. Goyer. And it was because um, I thought it was stupid. It was right before the new Fifty Two. Eight hundred sixty-two. No, it wasn't. Uh, it was nine hundred and. Um, it feels like it was about a hundred issues ago. Oh, nine hundred. Nine hundred. Nine hundred. Yeah. I almost said nine hundred sixty-one. All right, I'm only gonna go with one kryptonite question. What does black kryptonite do? It um, like <laughs> kills you. It's gonna say it's it from it's from soul. Grant Morrison. Um, it's from Grant Morrison's All Stars uh, All Star Superman. It turns him does, into Bizarro. Does it, no. Does it take his powers away? No. no. It Come makes on. him stretch. No. I don't get. Come on, guys. I can't. Doing, I can't do all of these. It splits his personalities into There's two. Too many kryptonites. Yes. Man. Yes. Okay. So it, yeah, it divides you into two, and he, that good, was good and evil. Answer, there you go. There you go. Okay, uh, do we didn't do the answers for last time. Did we do the answers? Do it after this one. Okay, okay. So for the listeners, what is the name of the dimensional plane where Kryptonian criminals were exiled for oh, their God. crimes? And you get to win Action Comics 1000, Spider-Man 790. Where did Jor-El send General Zod? <laughs> What's with your voice? <laughs> Dude, are you making fun of me? No. Like, me, I kept it easy on purpose. <laughs> stupendous. More That's people will right try it But yeah, you get a bunch of good comics this week. So. Yeah. Send yeah. your answers to contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com. You get winner. one winner will get Infinity Gauntlet. Yep. One winner will get Action Comics 1000, The Amazing, the amazing Spider-Man 799, and Black, and Black Hammer number one. Oh, that's a good That's a Good, good haul. Yeah, that's good haul right good there. Good haul. All right, as for last week, we're going to find out who wins... Some stuff. Who wins? Right. So the winner of the comics is Sean Levesque, uh, which is last week too, right? Did he? I think so. Oh no, Sean is on a roll. Sean, I think I know Sean. Shazam. Uh, No, the comics: Immortal Men, Sonic, and Domino. There you go. And for the graphic novel, Shazam. Uh, is Nathan Armantrout. Nathan, nice. nice. I was hoping it. I'd win while I was on the show. I was trying to set history, like so you, you know, could just first like, guess. Yeah. <laughs> just like me first right team now. to play in their own stadium. Yeah. In the Super Bowl. <laughs> 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 nice try. I wanted that Shazam. Uh, it's such a cool. good book. All right, uh, guys. Uh, we know we got some new reviews. We for some reason we can't read them. Thank you. Uh, keep sending them in. We'll eventually figure out what in the heck I'll our technological problem is. I want to stress the fact. With, I know you're about to get to the Patreon and all that, but yeah. everyone listening, you get the episode early if you go in at the dollar level now. Dollar level gets you the episode early. Wow. Yeah. Friday. The night, the night we drop it, right? It'll be Friday nights. Friday you nights. Get the episode early. You don't have to wait until Monday. Yeah. So. 420. Uh, and if you're on Patreon and you go to the $3 level, not only do you get the episode early, but you get all the Multiversity University episodes yeah. early as That's well, and you too. get them in chunks. Yeah. Like whatever batch we record them and you get them. Yep. So uh, speaking of, Multiversity University is going to be at the end of this episode like we usually do. Uh, so stay tuned for that. If you like what you're hearing, uh, you can follow at Horizon Comics on Twitter and Instagram and like uh, Horizon Comics on Facebook. If you want to keep up with everything Blake Starling. I am at Radical SWATCAT on Twitter. I changed SWAT my Twitter cats, I love it. I, I knew you would, Ian. Yes. Just like I love you. Yes. Where wow. are you at, Ian? I am at YGTP, YGTT. You got the power, you got the touch. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Did you specifically flip that around? Oh, uh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am Captain Cosmic 99 okay. on Instagram. Oh, not 69? I want to meet the other 98. Not anymore. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh. Johnny. 
Uh, I'm everywhere at the Johnny Two X Four. Catch Fresh Pod twice a week. Yep, we love you every three weeks. Okay, and uh, it's a classic every Sunday. I'm looking you in the face. Yeah, love it. When are you gonna be on? We're waiting. I'm probably gonna be on next week, guys. Yeah, I'm not gonna be on next yeah, week. <laughs> I'm at Saint Jonathan on the Twitter and the Instagram. Matt for all things audio and uh, video game related. The Hydra Five Five. I'm playing God of War, and I'm gonna do a review video on because it's Hydra that gaming good. Channel. It's that good. So Hydra Gaming channel, YouTube, God of War review. When as soon as I'm done. Guys, if you like what you're hearing, please rate, review, subscribe, like, and share. I forgot to say that. So have a good week, guys. We'll see you next time. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Multiversity University. I am your host, Larry Douglas. Tonight, we're going to continue talking about the year 1942. Now, remember last time we talked about Joe Simon and Jack Kirby and their move to D.C. and what that meant to the comic book world. And we also talked about Wonder Woman and some of the important things that happened in her history in 1942 and some of the characters that made their debut in that year in her comics. Uh, another character uh, that had some important things happen was Captain Marvel. One of his main um villains, uh, Ibak, was introduced in Captain Marvel Adventures number eight. But uh, another character that came along in Captain Marvel Adventures number 18 was Mary Marvel. So she uh, expanded the Marvel family and also was basically a precursor to Supergirl. In fact, Mary Marvel was probably the inspiration for DC coming up with the idea of Supergirl, even though Supergirl would debut much later. Um, some other characters that had their debuts in 1942 and that we still have with us today are Two-Face, uh, who came along in Detective Comics number 66. Also, Metallo, World's Finest number 6. Um, Mr. Terrific, the original Mr. Terrific, Terry Sloan, uh, debuted in... Sensation Comics number one, and also the prankster, who we haven't seen a lot of in recent years, but who was a frequent nemesis of Superman, was introduced in Action Comics number 51. Now, um, another interesting debut in 1942 was that this was when Carl Barks began writing Donald Duck comics. And you might remember when we talked about Disney comics that um, when Carl Barks took over Donald Duck, uh, he became such a popular writer of Donald Duck that he actually became known as the Duck Man. And under his supervision, I guess you could say, uh, Donald Duck actually ended up exceeding Mickey Mouse in popularity, at least in the comic book world. And uh, so that was a very important step for Disney comics. And Carl Barks began writing Donald Duck stories in four color comics number nine. And then later on, Donald Duck would uh, would get his own title. Um, an another interesting comic that debuted in 1942 uh, at least for those of us who've been around long enough to remember the 1970s, uh, was Dime Comics number one. Now, this was interesting because Dime Comics was actually a Canadian comic. And this was kind of the first time that a Canadian comic had broken into the American market. Now, those of us uh, who remember the 1970s remember that there was a time in there where Canadian comics were becoming uh, popular in the United States, at least more popular than they had ever been. And the most popular character was, of course, Captain. Captain Canuck. But um, Captain Canuck, although he didn't really begin in the Golden Age, a kind of a precursor to him did. 
Now, as we all know, the United States has this uh, character called Uncle Sam, which is uh, sort of a, an embodiment and of, uh, of Americanism, I guess you could say. And the Canadians had their own version. His name was Johnny Canuck. And in Dime Comics number one, a writer named Leo Beckley decided to make Johnny Canuck a superhero. And so even though there's not a direct line from the Johnny Canuck of 1942 to the Captain Canuck of the 1970s, they're two different characters, this was the first time that uh, anybody had the idea of making someone who's sort of an embodiment of uh, Canadianism, if you want to call it that, um, into a superhero. And so he's really a precursor to Captain Canuck. And also, again, as I said, the first time that a Canadian comic would really break into the American market. Now, um, another important comic that came along in 1942 was a comic called Crime Does Not Pay, which actually started with issue number 22. Now, it started with number 22 because it was retitled from a comic called Silver Street Comics by a company called Lev Gleason Comics uh, that ran through issue number 21 and then number 22. They changed the title to Crime Does Not Pay. Now, the reason this was important is because this was really the first crime comic. Now, of course, there had been comics about police and detectives and things like that up until then, uh, but those stories had really focused on the detectives themselves and the policemen. This was the first comic that actually focused on the criminals, and so it really is the first crime comic, and this is the comic that is going to end up leading to those infamous EC comics of the early 1950s that would garner the wrath of um, some people who thought that perhaps comics needed to uh, be put under control and censored a bit, which of course we'll talk about at a, at a future episode, uh, but this is where that sort of thing begins. Now one character who had an important uh, milestone in 1942 that I don't want to leave out is one that we mentioned before, and that is Archie. Uh, remember that Archie had started off as a backup character in Pep Comics, Pep Comics number 22, but by early 1942, he had proven popular enough that not only was he beginning to take over Pep Comics, but MLJ Publications actually gave him his own title, Archie Comics Number 1. Now, MLJ had uh, not completely given up on the superheroes yet. They actually introduced another superhero comic in 1942, Hangman Comics Number 1. But of course, Hangman is uh, long since gone, and we're talking about 76 years later, Archie is still with us. And of course, as we know, MLJ is now actually Archie Comics, and uh, so Archie would continue his uh, ascendance in that company, but uh, he took a major step forward in that in 1942 when they did give him his own title. So that's an overview of 1942, and I uh, hope you enjoyed that, and I look forward to talking to you next time as we move on to 1943.